What's going on, you Cadillacs and Dingbats? Uh, another episode for your listening pleasure. Uh, this one, we have our first guest, uh, Paul Robinson. He's a uh, entrepreneur. has a few uh, cool ideas coming to market pretty soon. Uh, one is a, um, a new take on the dog leash, and then he's uh, making indoor farming um, to bring food and things to places that um, ordinarily wouldn't be accessible to. Uh, so, as always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. Like something that they can act that they can act on now and jump in now as far as like a pool versus uh going over for a hotel where janitor and working your way up to Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you yeah, like this is your best opportunity. Yeah. Like you don't see too many motherfuckers coming from affluent backgrounds like, all right, I wanna go get punched in the head for a living. Nobody does that shit. N- niggas like to fight, but niggas don't like to fight when they know they might lose. Yeah, of course. Like, when you're fighting <laughs> real but when you fight a but that's what that's I'm saying, saying is nobody likes to play back in no, sport what I'm saying, if they know they can no, lose. No, what I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is on the streets or whatever, you gotta fight, people like to fight, but if you go to a, a match and you know like, wait a minute, this dude is as fast as me, he's as strong as me, he has more experience than me. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I <laughs> might get knocked out. I'm not fighting for real. And see, that's the mentality of somebody who's not an athlete, though. What is it? Because because it's not that people want to challenge, right? It's not what some of these off top. I'm going to respond crazy. It's about the competition. It's not. Yeah. How are you going to say I'm an athlete because I don't want to get punched in the face? <laughs> like, look, explain <laughs> that. No, 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 Explain that part. Because explain how. Let's just say. No, explain that. Explain that. Explain how. Explain how I don't want to get punched in the face. That determines that I'm not an athlete. All right. Would you, would you rather get punched in the face once or get get blindsided in football? What? What are you talking about? It's just, I'm just talking about his impact. You're talking about collision. You're talking but about. I'm not supposed to be athlete. So violence. how do you give me two athletic responses? Like yeah. the action is well, <laughs> Either way, I'm an athlete. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, the whole point is I'm saying is that people like the competitiveness and they don't allow the violence to stop them or the, the, the potential, the possibility of them I'm losing. I'm cool with dribbling, dunking a basketball, they they tackling somebody, but I'm getting punched in the face 200 times in an hour. I don't want that. Well, you get punched in the face 200 times an hour, you're doing something wrong. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, you get the you get the chance. Like, dude is trying to knock me out. If, if I'm waiting, if I have, if like I have other options. It's like getting in a car accident over and over. It's true. On the it's, it's like a 40 mile per hour Yeah, but that's, that's totally yeah. different. I'm not getting punched How the hell is it fucking How's totally, it totally different? different? Because you might get hit hard once a game. Punching, your boxing, if you have a one round boxing match, you're going to get punched multiple times. Multiple times. Man, you know what I mean? The ringers I've had, it's just stingers. Uh, times where I've had concussions where I didn't even realize I had a concussion. And what was this? This is in college. Have you ever boxed? I fought. Have you boxed though no, as a professional? Not, no, I'm I sure they not. get stringers and stingers, stringers, and concussion, <laughs> and all that stuff constantly. Whatever you, you whatever you say. Slurring the words. I just don't know the words. Stringers, stingers, whatever, you, whatever, stinger. whatever it is. I'm just you saying. You play football? boxing, like organized football. Yeah, I have. You never got hurt. No. How long you play? All of high school. Shit. Yeah, you did. I did play. Yeah, Linebacker and tight end. I ran people over. Oh, you used LeBron James out there? Yeah. I'm not saying you I was LeBron James out there. Yeah, I got hurt, though. I played basketball and football, and I tore my ACL. Oh, okay. He never got that shit fixed, though. 
No, no, no. You still get the ACL still like. Not you mean not professionally. No, nah, but I mean I went there and it was like you can have surgery, but I was like, man, I'm I'm done with high school. I'm you know I'm just gonna let it heal naturally. He gave me the option to either have surgery and like have be on crutches for months or just let it heal naturally. And it was like the end of school or whatever. So I was like, man, just fuck let that, it heal. Man. You won't turn 50 and be like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, but when you're you young, you're not. It's raining. Yeah, but when you're young, you're not thinking about it. You're like, man, I don't want to go the whole summer wearing crutches and all this other stuff, man. Just let it heal naturally. Sports is done anyway. Like, I'll worry about it later. Fuck that shit. So but you play anyway. all throughout college, Paul? Mm-hmm. What position? Uh, strong safety. Yeah, you worry about like CTE and any of that shit? Not at the time. Uh, well, of course not I, at the time. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I really first got into it. So I had my first concussion uh, when I was playing State University West Georgia. It's hell week. We're doing the drills. And next thing you know, there's a big collision. And that, my nose just started running like a faucet, just blood. You get hit in and, the face? Huh? Well, no, the collision, the impact, right? Mm-hmm. And so what it was is that uh, I fractured my sinus cavity. God damn. Yeah, it fractured my science cavity. The next day, like, all this was purple. Lines, I could barely, like, breathe and shit. So, and then you have that concussion on top. So, yeah. Fun times, huh? Fucking fun times. But after thinking about that, now, after that, I got the understand what concussion is and the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, hindsight, looking back, it's like, oh, yeah, I've had this time, this time, <laughs> this time, <laughs> this time. It's the next thing you know, it's just like, wow, I've. There's probably been a lot of damage. Hindsight looking back. That's just scary as fuck. Yeah, that's just super scary. And that's just, and I think that's just, people need to be more informed on what to look for so they can better manage themselves while they're, you know, in the sport or in the midst of things. Because a lot of young athletes, they won't even know if they had a concussion or not. Yeah. And never get treated, right? Right. Uh, And they'll continue to play and it will continue to cause more damage. So if they're not aware of those symptoms, a lot of people can cause further harm. So I think that's where it starts at first. You know, right before you start Hell Week, everybody kind of should give them the the whole lowdown on what they should be looking out for if they experience this, this, that, and the other. But do you think kids are going to want to come out the game like, oh, shit, I probably got a concussion, but I can still operate? Well, you'll know if you have a concussion because you'll go back to the huddle and you won't know the play. The quarterback will tell you, you know, something, something, goes 42, yeah. whatever. And... That shit won't register. The shit won't process. At least that's what it do- that's what was my experiences. To where she just wasn't processing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, uh, just don't let the ball come this way. The ball comes this way, tackle. <laughs> and that's literally what I've told myself, you know, during a lot of games. And so I stopped calling reads. I'd say, hey, man, call the reads because I can't. I'm not thinking. Can't focus. Right yeah. But you never thought to pull yourself out of the game. You said, fuck it, I'm just going to be in here and see what happens. Right, I was just gonna be in there and stick it through because you don't want you don't want to come out. Um, but there was one time where I did come out, and that was in high school. That bad, huh? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad because that was my first time it happened. I think. Um, yeah, that's fucked that man. I don't let my kids play tackle football. Like, not before he at least turned thirteen. I think thirteen is like the line to where they 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 can kind of take brain trauma. It's not crazy. But still, I wouldn't be excited. I prefer him to play some basketball, some eye contact. It's just, I don't know, man. Shit, life's too short to be fucking running around like a heat-seeking missile, you know? Uh, I teach my kids. I put them in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that'd be nice. Jiu-jitsu and piano lessons. Or chess. Not all three. Yeah, all three. But you're going to put so much on a kid to where 
feel overload. You still gotta give them that aspect, that time to do what they want to do. Nah, that motherfuckers be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mari, getting punched in the head or blindside hit? Which one? <laughs> I mean, I've been both. I've had both. And if if it's just depleted? one, huh? You've been depleted? Depleted? No. And the grass go up in here. If you haven't been depleted, then that's I've been not, not blindsided. I've been, I've been blindsided where I didn't know what happened. I wake up and it's like, like what side of the field am I on? I've had that. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't had like constant. But I mean, if I had to choose one, I mean, you can punch me in the face once. But if it's getting punched in the face for 30 minutes constantly or getting blindsided once, I'm choosing to getting blindsided because that's a one-time thing. Getting punched in any one of those punches can cause a con- uh, concussion. That one blind side, I just got to worry about that one instant. Fuck no. Shit. That one time, but getting punched in the face constantly, it can All be right. a knockout punch. It, you yeah. see the punch coming? Or it's what like, so it, you said blind side hit yeah. versus getting punched in the face. Is it if I had to choose one punch. Right, right. But is one it, inch, is it one like situation. you can see the punch coming or you can't see the punch coming? Because if it's, I can't see the punch coming, I'll take the blind side hit. If I can see the punch coming, I'll take the punch. Right, because your body reacts in an entirely different way to yeah. both situ- scenarios. Well, I mean, it, it also depends. You want to break it down like that. It depends on who's throwing the punch. Who's blindsiding me? Mike Tyson and motherfucking Lawrence Taylor with 20-yard head start. 20-yard head start? I'm taking <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, are you a, a super punch? <laughs> Superman punch? That's Mike Tyson just having that one right hook oh, on to man. the face. To the one Mike uh, Tyson punch. How, much, face, all right, how much money for a Mike Tyson hook? Mike Tyson in his prime. Oh, I'm just arms just, down. You just gotta take that shit. Give me, give me. How much money? <laughs> I think I want money. I think I just want a guaranteed letter that I live. <laughs> like you have to wear a mouthpiece so he'll knock yeah, your teeth out. I mean, it'll be to the side of the head. Mike Tyson right now? No, no, no. Prime Mike Tyson. Prime Mike Tyson. How much money, man? You know I mean, what? I fuck that. I'd have to. Nineteen ninety. Mike Tyson. I have, I'd have to get a pension. <laughs> <laughs> Starting that day, man, sixty k a year for the rest of my life. Sixty k a year, yeah. With the boxing glove on, with a boxing glove on, yeah. I like mean, standard I'm, heavyweight glove. If it's recorded, man, I'll, I'll do that shit for free. For free? If it's recorded, and I can post it anywhere, you crazy? You got your and I can record it anywhere. I can post mine, like the footage is mine. Footage is yours. Yeah, I'm t- I'll, I'll take my Tyson punch just to say I took it. It's not something I would do, like, let me do this every day. But if it's like, we can record this, like, you're going to make a video of it, blah, blah, blah. You can control it. Mike Tyson's going to be your boy or whatever. He's going to, you guys are going to be in communication now. He's going to remember. Yeah, like, give me a punch, man. I ain't say all that shit. Well, I'm just saying, if Mike Tyson punched me, it's going to be a situation that's set up. It's going to be set up. Like, like, he's like, he's going to be. He sound like a girl for reciting what you said. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, He's like, wait, what? I didn't say none saying, of that shit. This, this, uh, we, like, we in communication. I text him all the time. Like, nigga, I didn't say any of that. So what you're I'm saying, saying is. I'm saying if it's a situation. Nah, Mike Tyson punch you and that nigga walk away. He punched me in the garage? <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> no, nah, I'm y'all. It's going to be a bunch of people right, surrounding the ring. You're like, all right. I'm get, I'll take 3 p.m. on Tuesday. I'll take the blind side. No, no. I'm, the question, I, the question is, is how much money would you have just, to take? I just told you. If I can record it, I'll do it for free. All right. Say you can't record it. Say I can't record But everybody going to see it. It's, it's going to be on Facebook Live. Yeah, 3 p.m. Okay. Mike Tyson punches him hard. Be yeah, there. You can give me... I don't know. It don't really matter. 10000 I don't know. What? Ain't a big deal. You're crazy. It's a punch, dude. you never been punched you, in the face before? Not by Mike Tyson. Mike, Mike, Mike in 1990. Tyson. Yeah, but he's not knocking people out 
every single time you punch him you in the face. You ever watch some highlights? Those professional not boxers. Air, what I'm saying is that, that, that dude neck muscle stable. That dude neck workout. He was knocking niggas out like through the through their back. We talking about Mike Tyson when he was. I don't know, man. He's talking about Mike Tyson's prime. It's different, man, because when I, I've seen Mike Tyson before in real life, and he's like a little guy, so it's not. I don't walk around with that same fear that a regular person. I guess I see him in real life too, but I know like, what he was in. 19, like, man, I know, I, but I know what he was in nineteen ninety. If, if I didn't know he was Mike Tyson, he was just a regular dude. But he was still buff, still you know everything. I'd be like, I could take him, but I know he's professionally trained at punching or whatever. So just that, it's like that's whatever. I, I'll take a punch, man, just to see what's happening. I'll take a punch. It had to be at least six figures me to take that punch, man. I might have done to do math. So if he, if he can't, <laughs> Mike Tyson. Six figures is not going to help you. That's why I need 60K a year. Guaranteed, if Mike Tyson came right now, he's like, I'll give you 25,000. Let me punch you in the face with a boxing glove. You taking that. Right now? I would it. take that. He, I'm, oh, he, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Mike Tyson. Mike in Tyson prime. in his prime oh, with black shorts. Motherfuckers take years to recover from right now. One punch? He knocked your ass out for three minutes. Oh, I'll take it. And I wake up. I wake up and I have 25 racks. You might not I'll be the same for two years, you man. Know, yeah, but you can hey, say anything hey, happened on the football field. You know what we got to do now? We got to reach out to Mike Tyson. To punch somebody? And do his podcast and say, hey, share with him this shit. Amari can take a punch. Man, he bring his old ass. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Tyson bring it. Well, Mike Tyson with your iPhone so the footage can be yours. Mike Tyson bring his old ass over here right now. He punched me. I get to punch him back. And what? he ain't gonna take that. You're changing the terms. Yeah, right yeah, now. We're bringing old Mike Tyson. Ice cream. <laughs> 60 year old Mike, bring your ass. You get your ass knocked out. He getting his ass you knocked out. You can't change the terms. One, we, we throwing fades. I would throw fades on Mike Tyson right now. Why are you reneging right now? I'm definitely gonna take a punch from old Mike Tyson for twenty five thousand. Bring him right now. Twenty five thousand. You're just saying for free as long as you had to. Yeah, you said free before. You said cool, nineteen ninety Mike Tyson was cool. free. I would not fight old young Mike Tyson, but old Mike Tyson. He want to punch me? He can punch back. What? Hey, yeah, last thing to go in a fighter is power, man. That's the last thing to ever go. You might get slipped. I might, but I'm waking up and I'm punching him back. Yeah, yeah, and if I, time I, is if over. I knock out Mike Tyson, <laughs> this dude talks himself with some shit and then talks himself right out. All right, bring Mike Tyson over ass. I promise you I'll take his punch and I will knock him out immediately right after. Hands down on your side. You think you could, Mike Tyson, he, didn't, he wouldn't even ring your bell? He, I mean, he might. He's a professional. You know, so now, now we got to schedule this in a real gym. There has to be a real gym. Now. Yeah. And then, what's this? Yeah, set that up. up. I would, I would record hey, that. You would, get, you would get 30 seconds. You and Mike could just go no, out. No, we're not talking about no fighting. I'm not saying I'll fight him. We're talking about 30 seconds. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop Mike from punching you back that I said we throw punches right back like if he punched me I want to punch him and he punches you right back no it's not a fight it's one and one I got one glove over my left he got one glove over his right and we just punch it why why you only have one glove on because we only punch it one time I ain't gonna hit him with my off no I'm gonna hit him with my dominant hand I'm not gonna hit him with my soft hand yeah, he better fuck up and like, ah, oh, slip again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he ducked. Then we really fight. <laughs> like, no, man. One punch Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'll take that. You know what would be funny seeing you get a concussion and then trying to punch somebody? Like, that should be hilarious. Like, if he, like, I, if he knocked your ass out, you got to be like, all right, then go punch him. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Be drunk off that booby juice. Oh, uh, fuck, man. But So, Paul, we've been talking for a minute here. In- introduce yourself to the people. Uh, Paul Wilson from Vegas. Um. Yeah, and I'm better than Amari at all things in life. We'll see, man. 
I let my nuts hang, man. So I'm saying everything I want to that say. That don't say nothing, man. That means he can go that anywhere and he ain't got to check in with that's, nobody. That's, that's, all, that's all relative <laughs> to the side of your nuts. The size of your nuts. <laughs> that's very Why important. That's I mean, very important. Who doesn't let the nuts hang? Like, who's like, nah, these can't be down there. Like, I don't understand. Like, you were like, no, you just say what you like want. It's, no, I think the way I took it is because you, you've seen the Takashi interview on Breakfast Club, right? You know who Takashi 690 is? The guy with the curly, not curly hair, rainbow colored hair. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more of a just doing what you want to do and not caring about the consequences or how people perceive you or, you know, worrying about don't say this because it's going to ruffle some feathers or whatever. Honestly, man, I had some other shit that I was going to plan to, like before I came here to pick up. But since my car situation happened, I wasn't able to do it. But who are you going to pick up? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to do it next time. I'm gonna t- no, no, no. It's something else. But who are you going to pick up? I'm going to tell you next time. I'm just going to come. It's going to be a shocker. What but is it? I'm not going to tell you now. But I'm saying, so like, I, I think it's. Up. So you know, so people can like be prepared and then, yeah, to bring up the anticipation for next time. But yeah, no, I think it's more to of a just continue. I think it's just <laughs> being able to just say and do what you want. Let you know saying just don't care and just be happy and live your own life and not worry about other influences. Mm-hmm. Come from someone who's living under a bed until it became a cue. You were living under I a bed. I what say? All right, explain <laughs> that. I didn't know you before I was a cue. So was, how do you know what I really social? No, he wasn't social. I didn't know yeah. you. You didn't even go to you your social, period. Maybe that was my plan. I was like, I, I never met any of your friends before you got into the Well, I had a cousin. I have, I mean, <laughs> before, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is when I came to you, when I crossed in what, 2009? So we started in 2008, right? We, talked, we crossed in 2008. Why are you looking at me? You motherfucker? I, 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 I graduated. I graduated. <laughs> I graduated in 2009. We crossed, we crossed 2008. He said, we, we crossed in 2008. I didn't move to Vegas until the end of 2006. <laughs> this motherfucker here. Do you really what? care about all that? Like, I just want to with you. Like, Man, I'll slap you with you know laptop. you won't. You know you won't. Don't, you, don't try to build up this. Don't make me call this, Mike Tyson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, nah, no, man. What I'm saying break, is, I don't want to break what I'm, saying is we crossed, what I'm saying is, we crossed we in 2008. We, early, right? In May. So, I didn't come to Vegas in until... Two, we crossed in May. Okay. Okay, in 2008. And what I'm what? saying, I'm trying to explain why you didn't know who I was. I didn't move to Vegas until September 2006. Because it was only a year where you could have known who I was. Where you, you get 2009 from? I heard two. Because I crossed 2008. I mean, I graduated <laughs> in 2009. But I'm saying we crossed in 2008. Boy, oh boy. So you really, so he was like, you really can't. You really are. Right, so what is the whole thing? Oh, the, the cross date, the line, the frat line. Do you really matter? Does it really care? Yes, motherfucker. Why? Why does it care? Cause it defines that's, you. That's t- you know I crossed when I that's crossed. An I was in that's, like, that's like that's like me investing in stock, and somebody just says, "I, I buy a thousand shares," and I call one day. And he says, "You got only seven hundred. Like what? No, my no, friend, totally where's my thousand? Totally oh, it's just it's just had, it's, it's just no shares. Fun. It's just stock it's just shares. shares. It was no like it's my investment. Just like that no, shit was an investment in my time. It was an investment of your time, but you knew I was. My time the is same amount of time. Then you need to hold. You need to hold more value upon that. Why shit do I need to hold wrecked. more value on or get date. or get wrecked? Yeah, you said, like, you what's going to happen over a huh? date? When I oh, you said a date. I said the wrong year. You making like a big deal? Explain why no, that no, was a no, big no. deal. You were you were saying you were actually saying that the the, the, the date was a different. Yeah, date. I graduated college in two thousand and nine, so that right. was a big big experience for me. No, so when they, I think about college, I think about two thousand and nine. But I crossed the year before that, two thousand and eight. Right, you so know, I know. To be continued. A little, whoa, 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 whoa. a little background for people who are listening. So Paul and Amari both entered Mega Sci Fi the same time. They were on the same line. I believe Paul was the three. Yeah, and Amari was the four. So they're right next to each other. I was the big brother. I was a uh, trade off. 
I was and a good brother. What they're arguing about now is Amari forgot what year he crossed. No, I didn't forget. <laughs> I just <laughs> stayed at the wrong year. They and, heard the shit. Yeah, and Paul stayed is at the upset wrong that he year. forgot. It's not what like year he crossed. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I did cross 2008. It was just like, oh, I, what did I say? I said 2000. All right, 2000, I crossed in 2008. We Man, you said you started 2008, crossed 2009. I'm trying to understand. We got like the original six year old bro or some shit. The original, the original question was. What? I can't remember, but it's interesting. So okay. why, why don't you think like Greek life is important? No, I'm not saying it's not important, but I'm just saying like in black Greek life, I should say. For somebody to say the wrong year, like, oh yeah, I crossed 2009, and they really crossed 2008, when I, you're talking to your line brother, like, you know, like, what's up? Like, what's the big deal? What if your mama forgot your birthday? I wouldn't trip. So your mom was like, weren't you born in October? I mean, that's totally different, but... <laughs> Why is that totally different? Because it's not like my mother. Like this ain't. Uh, this is a totally different situation. Right, I just so, said the wrong year. So why why is it why is it different? Like your mother forgetting your birthday, other than you forgetting the year. Because my crossed. mother defines me kinda, and the date, your mother the time, you. the time that not defines me, but she shaped me and molded me to who I am. Mm-hmm. So she should know when my birthday is. But me crossing on a certain time, and I'm just stating the wrong year. I don't feel like that's a big deal, a big issue. But like, you were I, there. I mean, you get beat up on a nightly basis. Yeah, I know. Allegedly. But it, what I'm saying is. I didn't forget. I just said the wrong year just now because I just got it confused with the year that I graduated since it was the year after. Mm-hmm. So it was not like, oh, I thought I crossed 2009 for the last four years and now I just realized that <laughs> I didn't. It's just I just said the wrong damn year. So I'm saying that's not a big deal. Like you was there with me. You know I was there. Everything you went through, I went through. Big deal. So anyway. Uh, Black Greek, it's, a, it's, in a, it's in a state of flux right now, though, man. Like Black Greek organizations. Think not so. what it used to be. Yeah, I'm talking to people you know who crossed ten shit even five years ago. It's like it's, it's totally different now. Would you do it again? I'd probably do it again. Knowing everything you know now, yeah, I knew what I was getting myself into when I, before I got online. You do it again? Mm-hmm. Would you do it again, Paul? Me? Uh, hell the fuck no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> hell no! <laughs> Um, but you know what though? I think that's the beauty of life, right? And that's the beauty of everybody's adventure and everybody's path. Like a lot of shit that we won't do again. Like, would you go to law school again? Yeah. All right. A lot of people would say that shit differently. I, I have fun in law right? school though, but that's yeah. just me. But a lot of people don't look back on like what they have and what they gained through that. But like nineteen year old Randy, I mean that's how old I was on a cross. Like, yeah, I'll do that shit again. Like, I had a lot of good experiences throughout undergrad and all that. Yeah, well, yeah, it all depends on, on what, how when you do what, it, what you were doing at the time you did cross. Like mm-hmm. everybody was upholding various other responsibilities. True, shit. James was the one who taught me about like credit and the importance of credit. Like I wouldn't met him when it wasn't for the fraternity. Like I had no idea about like credit and paying bills. I thought shit was for suckers. Like ha, 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 my credit part so fucked up. Like it was funny to me, and he sat me down. I was like, "You're an idiot," and explained to me why. So I mean, Ron, you know, met Ron, learned a lot from Ron. Um, yeah, just meeting people through the organization. I mean, I would do it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would do it again, but I wouldn't I wouldn't let it control so much. Like, I wouldn't trip as much. Because I know when I was, like, pledging, man, like, going to work and, like, eating food, like, I'd be stressed out about getting, like, I wouldn't care knowing what I know now. I wouldn't have made it a big priority. That's the whole thing. You no, you still be stressed you out. Because you, you walk into a one-sided ass whooping, But the thing... Yeah, but the thing is, now, if you know everything that you know about it and you were able to do the whole pleasure process again, if you walked in there and didn't give a fuck, 
you would probably get more praise than if you did everything perfectly. Because you can never have a perfect night. Yeah. If you walked in there and just sat down like, fuck, beat me. Whatever. What you going to do? Beat what you gonna do? I don't know it. I don't know it, but I'm going to sit down and beat me. Everybody <laughs> so be like, like, Jack, what? like, what? Take that's almost like though. Jackie Ray shit. Huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would Jackie just... Ray broke. <laughs> he was like, fuck this. <laughs> Man, he had a rough one, though. Yeah. Man got abandoned. He did? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He started with like four ended up by himself. Oh, uh, yeah. Catching I, don't, a bus. I don't remember. I was catching a bus. Oh, for I, real? I think. No, he crossed. He crossed before y'all. Yeah, I'm, oh, wait. He, yeah, he, he crossed, crossed before y'all. 2005, 6? No, nah, I crossed 2005. So, what you be doing after you get off work, man? Uh, Chilling, man. That's all chilling, you do? Just chill? Chilling. Do, I, I mean, I do a lot, but we you going into that right now. You want the, you you want the real answer? Self-development or anything like that? Explain self-development. Read a book. Go to the book. <laughs> I was gonna say read a book. You know, go <laughs> skating in the park. Where's, 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 go skating in the park. What's the last thing? I'm rollerblading. I'm, I'm really, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really into that though. So tell me what rollerblading? you mean. Like, rollerblading? Rollerblading? Because I'm crazy into that. Do you go any conferences? Do you go any social hours and network? I do. Okay, shit. That's what I'm talking about. What conferences you go to? What are you asking me? Yeah, I'm, motherfucker. You I can't see. That. No, it's the glare, man. My God, I can't really see who you're looking at. But oh, this guy you can't see where my head is. No, but I didn't know who you talked because we talked about Paul originally. So I thought he was just continuing the question. But the last conference I went to, I went to one that was uh, it was geared across the um, um, the rich dad poor dad. The oh, Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think that dude was a shy guy. Guy Kiyosaki. I don't think he like. I think we talked Robert about Robert Kiyosaki. No guy. I thought his name was Robert. His guy. Whatever. I don't care. Maybe Robert too. I thought it was Robert. Maybe Robert. But um, anyway, how was it? It was all right, man. Um, like I said, it, I think we talked about it. it. It's not about him being real. Everything he's saying was true, but I think he did good with just putting people in, you know, explaining different mindsets and just you know seeing the differences of instant gratification and you know taking a chance. Yeah. You got anything in the hopper, man? Any projects going? Uh, you, you know, just the online shit, man. Trying to, I guess, build the brand and just. Shake up some stuff and being able to do things on my own. It's important, man. With doing things on your own? It shit is, is it's good. important to, to try it out, right? Everybody, if you never know, you just... If you don't chase your dreams or, or, or take on the, the courage to go out there and just do something that, you don't, that doesn't come with a guarantee, mm-hmm. uh, it just it takes a lot. It takes a lot of... I agree with that shit, man. It's yeah. easy to just go to work, come home... Yeah. Chill, watch TV. Yeah, like that shit takes a lot out of you, man. Um, I'm speaking just from experience. You know, it's been what three, three years since I took the leap. We're in 2018, so it's 2015. Yeah, mm-hmm. I left UNLV, and uh, yeah. so give people like a little background. As he said, you took the leap, so it's kind of yeah. Like, so uh, um, brief catch up. Yeah, so you know, start off juvenile probation officer for six years, then. Got a DUI, left that shit. Because of the DUI? Because of the DUI. Now it's just politics. They changed something in the wording from Maggie, be terminated to shall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was done, done collective bargaining union shit. Yeah. Yeah, for all you guys out there that are nauseable and all that. How that you were suing for a minute, right? Um, no, I did not. Uh, I just put, I just complained about how the language was all set up and they had just recently changed it. Mm-hmm. So I just feel that they had, just, it was just alternative. Uh, anyways, fuck all that. Moving on. <laughs> Don't want to get all that. But no, I became STEM ambassador at UNLV 
And that's where I got uh, reintroduced to academia, right? Mm-hmm. To my second chance to like actually pay attention to academics and and what's going on in different disciplines. Yeah, uh, especially as it pertains to science, technology, engineering, mathematics. So during the course of learning those disciplines, um, me and the student body president, we became uh, good friends, and we ended up developing our first startup company, which was Trof. Mm-hmm. Trof was focused on delivering hands-on learning curriculums to single-family households. Okay. All right. So whereas um, you as a father would sign up and you get your kid a subscription, your kid would get like four boxes a month, mm-hmm. right? Which are hands-on learning um, lesson plans. So he'd learn how to do a DNA extraction. Okay. And in that kid would be like a little petri dish, uh, Oculus, um, and a few other things to go ahead and kind of carry out that lesson plan. Mm-hmm. And now your kid will know what DNA extraction is because mm-hmm. the muscle memory associated with that. Right. And, uh, that caught the attention of someone in, in, uh, Airstream Park, which is owned and ran by Tony Shea, mm-hmm. uh, who did Zappos. And. Does he still own Zappos or he sell it? No, he's, he sold Zappos to Amazon, but he still works there. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, we moved in there, uh, and we lived there for nine months. And the first week when we moved in is where I met my current partners on Ponix, mm-hmm. which is another company I uh, own right now. And, um, yeah, that's where we got into just hydroponic farming uh, using container modules. Uh, and that's been great. It's been a great venture so far. Bring vegetables to the hood, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what Ponix does is we take old shipping containers and we outfit them with uh, equipment and connect it to a network to where everything can be controlled uh, and automated mm-hmm. uh, remotely. Uh, so you control everything from your desktop to from your cell phone. Uh, CO2, water, temperature, lighting. Um, and it also comes with a little management system. So now you could be on provider to your local neighborhood mm-hmm. right? and grow about 4,000 4, units a month every 30 days. And what does that equate to far like everyday groceries? What was it? What would you Oh equal? my gosh. You know what? As of right now, you'd be looking at a revenue of about six grand a month. As far from as your sales. From the 4,000 units? From your 3,000 units. 3,000 units. Yeah. 3,000 units every 30 days. And that's just for your greens. You can also go strawberries and microgreens, mm-hmm. which carry a higher crop value. Do they come in? I know you said shipping containers. You can, can you get like smaller ones, like, yeah, di- like countertop size. Yeah, well, you can actually do. You can actually let's say this room, right? This is about twelve by fourteen room, okay. maybe. All right, twelve by twelve, and um, you can just put sensors in here, seal it all up, put your air filters in. Uh, and through the sensors in the bots, which is what you call uh, Adreno, mm-hmm. and Adreno carry out all the different functions. Oh, okay. so it's pretty cool. But yeah, that's products. And then we got Flow. Flow is a invention I just got done patenting. It's a hands-free dog leash. Yeah. But um, it'll have multiple applications for Sorry. different industries. I think I got one of these already. Anyway. Yeah, and so this guy is pretty fun. I really can't wait to get this going. Um, currently going through the seed round, which we're fortunate enough to start uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, putting all the feelers out there, just entering the talks with uh, all the potential investors and close this up probably mid next month and uh, roll everything out. So so what makes flow different from like your standard around the waist dog leash thing? Yeah, well, currently right now, like the term hands-free dog leash has been around for, for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, though, they're just basically seat belts with a carabiner. That's connected to a rope, connected to your dog. Yeah. So you only have limited range and mobility 
um, when it comes to your dog's uh, different abrupt movements, whether mm-hmm. it's left to right, you know, going around you. Yeah. So hands-free dog leashes to solve the issue of exchanging that leash from hand to hand when you're walking or running. Mm-hmm. And so uh, even with the current hands-free leashes out here now, either carabiner that's very limited is not even designed or customary for the user, mm-hmm. your, your body. And it doesn't just function as, as efficiently as we'd like. Um, and then others are just stationary where they're equipment. So, yeah, I basically just solved my own problem because I got tired of doing the doggy dance in the street. <laughs> <laughs> for real, just, you just look crazy, especially for those people who have more than one dog. How many dogs can you put on, like, one little flow band? Um, shit, you put up the 12, it all depends on how many ball bearings you want to throw on to the, uh, to the leash. But how does that work in, in conjunction with each other? Because if it's like one band, one of the ball bearings run into each other, which limits the dog mobility? Uh, no, it won't. Well, yes and no. So let's say you have the, the ball bearing track, the two ball bearings. Mm-hmm. People listening, they really won't be able to understand. You guys go ahead and visit flowdoggy.com, F-L-O-D-O-G-G-I-E.com. The website will be in the show notes. Yeah, and uh, you guys can actually see what we're talking about. But the two ball bearings in the track, uh, yes, there, there is uh, points to where the ball bearings can't run into each other and the leashes at that point will become tangled. Mm-hmm. Although we made, a, we made a quick release on the leash. That you'll be able to see in the video that where you could just easily detach it and reconnect it to the other ball bearing versus you having to take the belt off. Oh, uh, so you can do and more than one leash on a ball bearing. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. How yep. many um, leashes can you put on one ball bearing? Like, is it depending on like, size well, how of the dog? Well, yeah, it's all really about the size of your waist. Okay. Um, because all the ball bearings are standard sizes. So they'll be made out of uh, steel, aluminum, whatever rigid material that we decide mm-hmm. when we finalize the design as far as the raw materials. But, um, yeah, every dog will have is basically its own ball bearing unless the only time you'll have uh, two dogs on one ball bearing mm-hmm. is if the leash itself splits off at the collar. Okay. Right? right so right, right. that's another way that you'll do it. And that's the whole benefit of starting any company with a product, right? Mm-hmm. You just keep on doing the R&D and Until you keep, you keep making it better, better and better. And I think that's the exciting thing on just chasing your dream aspirations and I think that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, man. Shit, you've been doing it for a minute. Yeah, yeah. You made so, a leap, leap. Like, you moved to California for a little bit, and then you yeah. were in Georgia for a little bit. And yeah, so never thought I'd live in L.A. I, shout out to L.A. Uh, great, beautiful people. Shout out to L- city of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, because that's where I was, and Marina Del Rey was crazy. I mean, shit. The story on how we got out there was pretty crazy itself, um, and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother series. <laughs> Wait, what happened? You guys weren't supposed to be out there or what the fuck was it? Well, no, everything just kind of happened at the flip of a coin almost. Like it was the opportunities that came up and we just seized the moment. So after moving into Airstream Village and living there nine months through Collision Cane collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, between me and the guys. And when I say the guys, it's five of them. Yeah. Marcus, Daniel, Ryan, Patrick, and Choi. Mm-hmm. And they all came down from Silicon Valley. They built this bus, this old school bus. They kind of reinvented, not reinvented it, but 
um, put a vet, use vegetable oil kit on it. So you could go from uh, your standard fuel, your mm-hmm. diesel fuel, and then switch it to use old vegetable oil that you could pick up at your like McDonald's. canola oil and yeah. shit. The fuck, man. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So it was pretty awesome. They she had like six sushi. They had six sushi beds on there, and it was just five of them. Mm-hmm. So they had six sushi beds on there, a laser cutter. You know, it's a bathtub on top of it. Like, it's a lot the of fuck? Shit. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so they did that. They moved in the same week, and then they had, uh, just recently started Ponics. And they were talking about growing cannabis, and I was, you know, already into that market growing cannabis myself at the house. Uh, did you ever see my uh, garden? Yeah, I house? did. Set up, yep, yep. yep. It was dope, yeah. Yeah, sure. so I had a good setup, and I was already doing that for like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So gave them some ideas, and next thing you know, um, as I started Flow, Right, I didn't start flow at that time. I already had flow going. Yeah. Um, but they had the tools and know how on how to kind of take a concept to reality mm-hmm. and start testing it. And even though I went, I got my MBA, I didn't have the real world application, you know, behind starting up a business. Yeah. Or even just from the know how, right? I just all right, hire this person to do graphic arts. Hire this person to do, you know, some some uh, some copywriting for me. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. So Marcus was one of the guys, he knew how to do uh, CAD design, CAD work, because he was an architect. Mm-hmm. So he kind of showed me how to use this system called Rhino. Uh, Rhino is where we designed the building, then we went forward, we did 3D print in Salt Lake. So these guys went to Salt Lake for Ponics, right. lived on the bus in his warehouse, I went with them. And next thing you know, I'm living in a warehouse, I put all my stuff in storage. This is the leap, mm-hmm. right? This is the leap on my end. Um, put all the stuff in storage, sold both my cars, so that Acura and an Infinity dog car. Sold all the dog those, car. <laughs> the dog car, right? The cheap dog car. Sold that and exchanged it for a backpack and life on this bus, right? A uh, 30 year old, I was 31 at the time. Mm-hmm. And these guys are all like 24, 25, so age. He's an old too. guy. Right. I was looked upon as the old guy. <laughs> and so we're all in Salt Lake. I'm helping them. Every way I can, whether it's, you know, and I'm also learning at the same time. So I'm taking a welder, cutting angle iron, you know, using a bandsaw. Yeah. We're cutting down foam, like literally putting this container together mm-hmm. that can grow cannabis. And mm-hmm. um, that was our, the, the beta. And that was a very sophisticated uh, prototype, to be honest. So I uh, learned all that from a, even electrical engineering, right? Mm-hmm. So... And then also, I was working on flow full-time when I was not in the garage working with them. And living on this bus, it didn't have a shower in the place. So we're literally, yeah, yeah. So we're literally in between stuff. We had wet wipes, so we just wipe each other, wipe, you know, yeah, wipe our hands like down, right? And then, uh, park, get some well, water. no, we end up, we end up getting a damn uh, wet wipes. Yeah, huh? man, we end up, get, <laughs> we end up getting rep- memberships at the the local gym, twenty four hour fitness, right? Uh-huh. So we start taking showers like. Once, twice a week. Did y'all like, we at least work. work out? Y'all just went in there was like, went straight to the showers? Went, went, worked out, of course. You know what I mean? Relaxed, signed a jacuzzi. You know what I mean? Like, literally. Y'all funky asses just turned a jacuzzi brown? Well, yeah, because we didn't want to be out in Salt Lake, right? But yeah. that was just where the opportunity was to build out our prototype. So why was Salt Lake, did Salt Lake present the opportunity? Because that's where the investors, the angel investors, that's where they had offices and warehouse space for us Before to park the, the bus gotcha. in. So we literally had the bus parked in the warehouse. And so, since you walk off the bus, you're right there in the gotcha, lab, and gotcha. we're building. So you wake up, building, go to sleep, building. Um, is a like I said, it was one hell of an adventure though. Um, the fuck said wet wait. And so we're doing that shit for four months, and then we come back down to Vegas. We deliver the prototype to a potential investor at that time, 
who own five grow licenses here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so we even parked the bus on his property for like a month while we we're doing some fine tune-ups on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at that point, we met somebody that heard about our systems, right? Or no, Choi's friend brought this guy from LA he met that was interested in our systems and build outs because he had real estate space in LA. Okay. And um, he also had a dispensary license. So in Fort he, California? Yeah, Fort California. So he comes out here to Vegas while we're all at uh, this guy's property fixing up the prototype here in Vegas. Show him the systems. He likes it, wants to do a deal. Enter the deal, right? To get on his license to do like a rev share agreement, he said put up 60 grand. So at that time the boys they did their they did their thing. I was on the board, so I wasn't part of those de- decisions. Mm-hmm. And um they end up moving forward, paying up that sixty grand, raising the sixty grand, paying it, ended that license deal. And uh yeah, that's what took us to LA. Oh, shit. And then we got a sale in Atlanta. And this will all be a book because, like I said, this will be too long of a podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, been a little different places, man. You got any tips for any as- in aspiring entrepreneurs as far as making that leap and all that shit? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> don't plan, strategize. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can adapt your strategy? Yeah, yeah. Don't plan, strategize. So know the direction you're moving in. Um, treat yourself like a car, right? Mm-hmm. Just know you're always driving forward. You may do a left turn, right turn. The only time you do a U-turn is to make a correction. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, just remember it's about progression, not perfection. So you're going you're gonna to have challenges. The shit is just going to make you feel like you want to quit. And that's why it's got to be important to have a, a good support system or a few good books mm-hmm. from those who have done it. Because you're just like in our... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just like anything in life, you know, there's somebody who, uh, there's somebody before us who's already built that bridge and who's done it before. So, right. any book recommendations? Oh shit, yeah. Um, I think one thing that opened up my, you know, opened my mental uh, more to accept taking the leap was like Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Think and Grow Rich. That was an amazing book. I got, I like that. I got that book too. Yeah, that was an amazing book. Um. Uh, Tim Ferriss, Four Hour Work Week. Yeah, that's another amazing book. Got that book too. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's great. Uh, and you got you know, um, oh man, you got so many other people out there. Like you really do. And I know I'm forgetting a few off the top of my head right now. And especially my guy who di- uh, did uh, Power of Money. Power of Money. Yeah. Damon John. Not Damon John. Uh, the other guy, tall white guy, does shows. I'm having a brain fart, deep voice. Oh, uh, Tim Robbins? Or is, yep, yeah. Is that him? Tim Robbins? Oh, yeah, I got that yeah, shit too. Tony, Tony Robbins. Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. It's like 600-something pages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I got that one too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you pop out the book. You pop out the book like, yeah, like every six months, man. You got other books. Yeah, but he only yeah. has some of those really profound books, right, yeah. that like speak volumes and everything else kind of echoes yeah. what that book said, right? Well, I mean, a lot of yeah. his books, is it gets you to, hey, attend my seminar or yeah. buy this service. Yeah, exactly. A lot of it's like selling, but that's some good shit in there, though. Yeah. If you read it, if you look in his book, he'll have some things that just like big, bold caps. Yeah. And it kind of like drills in your head. And so you can kind of see what he's doing. And I mean, if you're if you're aware of it, right? right. You got to be aware of what you're seeing or reading or watching. But um you accept it and you're just like, okay, and by the time you read it, it's like it hammered in enough 
to where it's kind of like programmed because you start to see it in public. Yeah. Like everywhere you go, even in conversations with people you're talking to, you're like, oh, they may have an issue with this because. How they talking to you. Exactly. So it's good, man. That's really some of the people that I even read. I highlight my book. I don't read without a highlighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because I always use them as resources. You have to go back to? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's good. Those, those are some books that you can always go back to. Yeah, there's certain books that I make sure I buy because I do the same thing. Like I write notes or highlight. And there's some I just get from the library. Um, you know, a lot of times I get into the library first. And I get into it. I'm like, eh, you know, some shit in here. And I just end up going buying it on Amazon. Yeah. Yep. Have it sent to the house. And then, you know, start annotating and all that. But, yeah, I mean, you sound like you read a lot of the same books. I know Amari's into that shit, too. Um, what's the last one you read that we talked about? I was just looking it up, man. The new book I'm trying to get right now, I'm about to order from Amazon now. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. Who, um, who wrote that? That sounds familiar. Is I'm that the one sure, that um, sure, man. Is Terry my, Cruz is talking about? I'm not sure, man. All my books are for recommendations. I have no clue. I try not to get into like the whole, like because this person who I like, they released the book. Because I think, with me, the way I think is, the whole goal with life, I think, is to automate everything. Is to create passive income, be able to do things, and just start them and let them go. Mm-hmm. So if everybody has that mentality, do you really think like Tony Robbins and Damon John and all these people are actually really sitting there writing the book? I think they probably have different points and they throw out quotes and throw out different mindsets. But I think the publisher and whoever else, they're actually the ones, you know, reading and writing the book and putting all the information into it. So, well, of course. It's, well, yeah, I don't think they sit down in front of a computer. Yeah. At this point, I think at some point they were. They sit down in front of a computer. Some Tim Ferriss, and when he wrote the 4-Hour Work Week, he did the re-release. He yeah. talked about, like, the writing process of it mm-hmm. and how he started it two times before he finally figured out his voice line and yeah. shit. So, um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, now, now they've gotten so big and they have so much shit going on. Maybe yeah, they I don't. don't but I know at one point they did. So all my books now, like I, I was into that. Like anytime somebody who I rock with, they released the book, I would go buy. Now it's like I got to be recommended. Like a book has to, you know, somebody has to advise me to read something. So it's, it's, the last time, cool. yeah, the last time somebody told me to read something nice was the uh, the way of the superior man. So I'm, this is the next one I'm gonna check out. Coming up, yeah. Uh, so Paul, Mari and I do this thing. Well, we had this conversation last time where if you had unlimited resources to get anything done you wanted to get done, uh, what three things would you want to do? Um. First, get my companies out there, right? Those mm-hmm. are my babies. I mean, they sound like they're out there yeah. now. Just kind of well, yeah. Uh, Ponics breaking through. Ponics is actually out there. We're actually doing sales now. Um, we literally just opened the door for sales like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing opportunity. Manufacturing is all in place. So uh, visit www.ponixfarms.com. P o n i x f a r m s S? It'll be in the description. You, you asking? Yeah. Yeah. You asking? Yeah. Asking? No, 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 no. Nah, I, 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 went, I went too fast. Went too fast. <laughs> <laughs> the link will be in the, then, the description, um, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, because those I really see, it's all about impact, right? It's right. not about making money to me. Um, if that's the case, I'd just go back to corporate and I have my MBA. I just start where I get in and kick ass and yeah. work my way up. Um, but I really wanted to be able to have the opportunity to. Do what I want freely, which is to create impact and build bridges, right? Mm-hmm. And we all want to do that. We all, I think, we all aspire to do that. Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of holes right now in, uh, across community, across the globe, right? Mm-hmm. Where we could see potential solutions fitting, right, for that local economy or those that, that local people. And I think Ponix is one of them to where it could be off the grid um, farm, no mm-hmm. matter what environment you're in. Um, so I think that one thing is that. It's not that we don't produce enough food as a people. It's just with the f- 
a lot of people don't have the food supply chain in place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always more liquor stores in the hood right. than there's grocery stores. Right. Because it's food deserts. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a major issue. So we give people the opportunity to not only provide for their community, but also make a means of create revenue. Right. right. Cash flow as being providers. Yeah. And being managers of that farm. So I think that's awesome. Um, so you're creating not only a food outlet, but you're also creating small business owners. And Flow, I just want to see people have great experiences. And Flow right now, if you guys go to the website, uh, on Flow. we have an impact section. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I kind of put it in the DNA with the companies, right? I embed that 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 aspiration. Whereas mm-hmm. Ponics, we already have that looking forward to every five containers that we sell or every 10, we'll get take a, one and install it for free wherever we choose. Okay, that's cool. Right. So with Flow, um, with all the purchases, uh, a portion of their proceeds will go to a cause, and that cause will be supported by whatever color of the belt that they choose. So if they want to support mental health awareness through their purchase, they'll mm-hmm. get a blue belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they want to do humanitarian efforts to where, you know, there's an issue, Hurricane Irma, Harvey, whatever, right, we could send – that proceed bucket, that fund that mm-hmm. was raised through the the magenta belt sales. Right, right, right. Send that fund and purchase the sales ourselves and share those invoices on our blog and our website. Oh, so people can see it. Exactly. Because full transparency, I think, is important in order to keep a community together and mm-hmm. real tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody's on the same page. I think it's when people feel like they're supporting something, they don't know where it's going, kind of it gives the opportunity for them to disconnect from the culture or from the yeah. what you're trying it's to like do. It's like faceless. I mean, yeah. I agree with that. Definitely if there's, you know, some kind of um, charitable aspect or, you know, philanthropic aspect of a company, I tend to gravitate it towards gravitate towards it uh, more than, you know, some regular run-of-the-mill brand. Uh, so I think, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I, I don't think companies give back enough or if they do, it's not, it's not public or I don't see it. Um, I always look for companies who do that shit. So, I mean, it's good to hear that. It all, it all depends on the company, right? It's all relative. And, you know, what stages that you could afford to do what. And I think that's where it goes back to uh, uh, when I was talking about learning different traits in the, the life of entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get real familiar with patent law, you yeah. know, and the process of taking an idea and going through the different uh, legalities to make sure that, it's worth moving forward with. Right, or if right, you can right, right. move forward on and take action on it, protect if it's protectable. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot so, of issue that entrepreneurs run into, like the legal aspect of it? Oh yeah, man. So you, from um, my experience with both companies, uh, went through patent law, real estate law, zoning laws, and zoning uh, uh, and land uh, permits, mm-hmm. um, corporate law. And also, and that's just in law, right? Then mm-hmm. you got to learn about insurance, product insurance, workman's comp insurance. Uh, 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 did I say product insurance? Yeah. I probably did. <laughs> but, um, and then aside from that, packaging, shipping, uh, depend on your products, mm-hmm. right? And then you got to think about your employee payroll. And that's just, everything is its own beast. Yeah. Right? Everything's its own, own beast. beast you got to tame. And so... I literally, over the course of three years, had to tackle all these beasts um, one by one. And that's where it's just like, if you could survive each one, it's literally like a, a freaking video game, right? Mm-hmm. If you survive this level, you can move on to the next. Right, yeah. And it, the survival is not 
a lot of people think the survival is like capital influence, but it's really emotional and mental uh, resilience, right? Mm -hmm. You got to be able to persevere emotionally and mentally in order to come up with solutions to get over the problems that you're facing. So entrepreneurship is to be one hell of a self-improvement. Fucking roller coaster, right? Right. But honestly, though, it's like, it's what, how the conversation started with self-development. Um, I would have never learned 90% of what I utilize today, right? On my day-to-day life, even my social skills, um, if it weren't for my path, uh, mm-hmm. in the last, in the past four years, you know, from the DUI to UNLV, then I lost my brother in that time, car accident. Yeah. And then just, Moving on, you know, age dealing with an age gap and connecting with these kids and developing this partnership. And then, you know, the equity just wasn't given. It, so I had to earn it. So it was like what we call sweat equity, mm-hmm. you know. And so you either, you do that with your time, especially when a company isn't in cash positive to pay you. Yeah. And that's the whole point of startup. And a lot of people see that shit. What's the TV show? Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. you know. and um, How so easy. And then, right, yeah. right. And so, yeah. I was, I was, I equipped myself as best as I could. You know, I had, had an MBA, uh, reading. Um, although you can do all the training you want, but it's, it's nothing's compared until real life action, right? Yeah. Is you get on the field or yeah, get into the world. Exactly. It's almost like a fighter, right? You yeah. Got, you got a game plan, but so your game plan, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> until you get punched in the mouth, that game plan goes right out the door. Get out of Mario. Man, bring Mike Tyson <laughs> right now. Get his ass knocked out. I will lay him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. All right, so getting the, the companies up the ground, what are the other two things? This is The question is, if you had unlimited power, what would you do? Three things that you can do. Right, well, I think the company, I kind of knocked that two birds with one stone, right? Cause unlimited getting power, company, though. You can do anything, not just... All right, well, well, well if I had unlimited power, my first thing is give me more than one, three things to... <laughs> <laughs> three things to do. Oh, more genes. No more wishes. But, uh, <laughs> you got three One wish. Choose. I wish I had twenty more wishes. <laughs> um, no, uh, one. I think uh, I would. If I could snap my fingers overnight and give everybody the knowledge on what cryptocurrency is and like the direction that it or the the possibilities that it has. To make create significant impact on a global level, and kind of bring bring people together on one accord to support different industries, different social uh, causes, um, whatever the case may be, I would have that. See, I I forgot that you a, a cryptocurrency dude. I'm glad you and brought that. I just up. wanted, like I said, I just wanted to if I could just give them all instant knowledge. As opposed to like going around teaching people. Instead of going around teaching people, hosting groups, if I could just have that light switch, give them instant knowledge. Kids, you not politics. It would, it would change the course of everything. Does crypto is cryptocurrency? Does that shit actually exist? Like, what is it, man? Like, you got some bitcoins in your pocket right now? No, no, no. <laughs> but I do have a nano ledger. Like, what the fuck is a nano ledger? So, a nano ledger is what you store your money on, and like a card from Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a card from there. It's, it's like, like an ATM machine at a gas station. It's, like, it's like an ATM card. I saw one. Yeah, it was at like Shell. I saw one at some old hood ass fucking gas station. It was one of those gas stations slash sandwich shops yeah. slash post office. Yeah. 
Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> tax preparation. Let me get my taxes done in the gas station, man. So this is what you call a nano ledger. All right, for those of you listening, it looks like a regular flash drive. USB yeah. drive, flash drive, and it says ledger yeah, on it. It has an LC, LCD screen. All right. And you can store up to five uh, types of cryptocurrency. So Ethereum, for instance, Ethereum, Ripple, Bitcoin, Monero. Um, and you can also interchange it, and you do it on off your computer. So what exactly is it? Because I still don't – I've read – about so it. it's a digital currency. Uh-huh. Right? It's a digital currency. What's it backed by? And it's backed by like actual money? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's backed by actual money. So the market right now is roughly around two hundred and twenty five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Right now that's in the market. Okay. Uh, they've been investing in cryptocurrency. I think the last when I just checked it this morning, the twenty four hour uh, exchange rate was probably about ten billion. Mm-hmm. So that means ten billion dollars uh, new money has entered the market. Okay, or been exchanged, transferred, traded. So why people mm-hmm. why why use that instead of just like regular ass money? Less fees. Less fees is a uh, is more of a peer to peer communication, huh? Is it like Napster? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like Napster, but essentially it's backed. It's backed by. Uh, digital security. That's how you gotta look at it, mm-hmm. right? And you gotta read the white papers on what what cryptocurrency you're going to get behind. What the fuck is white papers? The white papers basically gives you the outline. It's the it's the summary on what they're doing, what's behind the coin, who's all involved. It's their business plan. Basically. Okay. And uh, yeah. So I try to connect what I do in the crypto world, right? In the crypto market, is I share information. I have been fortunate enough to. Be friends and colleagues with a lot of uh, those in the crypto industry that I consider experts. My, me, myself, I do not consider an expert. Um, I don't pay attention to it enough um, as far as we talk about hashtags, but that's pretty much I know what the hashtag is. Mm-hmm. It's basically like the, it's a hashtag or gas, right? Not hashtag, but hash or gas, which is basically like fuel on trading a currency from one peer to another. Before you speak in Greek to me. Right, you see, you see it, and so, but uh, a good thing is to get somebody, like, I would start talking or joining, like, YouTube channels, uh, the Crypto Lark, um, Data, da- Data Dash, mm-hmm. um, they are great, they have great channels on cryptocurrency and what's going on in the market, mm-hmm. and they are great, uh, they're knowledgeable experts in explaining things very well, Um far as me, I'll just tell you, yeah, get into it. Do this, do that. This is basics. Trade this, trade that, and I'll just share information and streamline it. I don't know, man. Shit sounds like real scammy. Uh, you know what? I know people that's made money. I know people that have a lot of money. I know one friend of mine, he has, he's sitting on millions right now. Well, he cash out? And he, oh, he's been cashing out slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now you're going through the the era where governments are beginning to adopt it. Mm-hmm. And so now with that becomes all the the financial regulatory bodies that a lot of these currency uh, uh, platforms have to go through. But wasn't that what they were trying to avoid? Like all these regulations and all this other shit? Yeah, but they do that to hammer down the price now. So now the price has been hammered down for the past two months. And this is just my theory, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, the whales are hammering down the price or all the governments that are trying to get in and adopt it. Well, of course, in order for them to adopt it, they want to adopt it at the cheapest rate possible. And when I say adopt, I'm talking about like your Wall Street guys, for example, mm-hmm. right? 
So they buy in, buy in high, and they do major sell-offs, which manipulates the price, brings it down the market, and now it gives everybody time to get the real money together, get the plans on how they're going to utilize it, what's it going to support. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we'll see the price go back up. So right now, I think it looks like it looks like Toys R Us going out of business sale, but it's a good thing to buy up. It's clear. Oh, isn't it like it's still like eleven thousand? For Bitcoin, at least. At least. Well, it's nine. It's right now. It's probably about nine. Yeah. Um, it was one. That, it was one coin. Yeah, it was projected. One of those Mario coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost twenty, man. That's that's crazy volatile. You know, it's so fucked up. Like, I was in the, the garage with Vince. Vince is another friend of ours, and we were talking about this shit. It's like, sixty nine hundred right now. Oh, that shit cheap as fuck now. Yeah, compared, true. we were talking about mining it, and Vince was like, "Yeah, I could probably do it, but it's a lot of work." I was like. Yeah, you should do it. He's like, maybe. Fucking five years later, shit selling for like eighteen thousand at one point. Yeah. It's like I missed the boat. So there's so many things though that happen like that. They come and go, and you got to get in at the ground floor. If you don't, it's over. Yeah, so I wouldn't get in now. Yeah, especially no, you get in now because it's it's fucking so low. It's I'm not spending nine hundred dollars. I'm not spending seven thousand. No, no. Some, I mean, there's other coins. Numbers. There's there's other coins, right? And this is why. Does it matter if you can? So if someone is like, "All right, I'm selling this for 25 Bitcoin," you like, "I got 30 Ethereum." They'd be like, "All right, fine, fuck it, same shit." No. Okay. No, because it's the it's like a stock, right? Yeah. The stocks are different on Wall Street, right? Mm-hmm. Same. The one Google share is different price from one Apple share, right? Mm-hmm. And that's literally how you have to look at it. It's basically the digital Wall Street, the digital Nasdaq, right? And each so coin, what makes one better than the other? Um, it depends on. It all goes behind their features. Whether it's uh, if they're using it as an exchange platform, so the amount of costs and fees, the time for one uh, x amount of asset to be transferred to the other x amount of asset, mm-hmm. um, and that's really what the whole platform of cryptocurrency has been about since the beginning is direct peer to peer exchange, yeah. um, and f- for it to be instant. Uh, versus like a six day, seven day turnaround. If you're if you're given hundred thousand dollar check today yeah, from Warren Buffett, yeah. right? You know, fucking Warren, everybody knows Warren Buffett got it. Mm-hmm. But in order still for you to access seven it, to it makes days. sense. Like seven to <laughs> ten days to get the access of this money. Whereas cryptocurrency, that's not the case. But cryptocurrency is just a money placement, like an agent for money, like actual money backs it. So it's not as really its own currency. No, it's 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 a digital currency and it's its own um, coin, right? That it has its own software and its own team and its own um, platforms behind mm-hmm. it. And when I say platform, is where where it utilizes the blockchain, and the blockchain is really the main thing that everybody should get familiar with. Of what is a blockchain? What's the blockchain's functions? All right, well, what's a blockchain? Um, well, blockchain is essentially the 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 tree of which all the information is exchanged from peer to peer, and it's a it's a it's a it's basically all decrypted mm-hmm. or encrypted. I'm sorry, it's all encrypted to where you are just a number. You're just a you know J one two eight the transaction that Whatever number it is right, and it's just between you two. So, and it's all blockchain is basically managed by all these different computers. Right. So in order for, let's say, you want to be a, if you want to mine crypto, mm-hmm. right? So you buy all these ant miners, what they call an ant miner. 
Mm-hmm. So you buy ant miner and your ant miners, based on how many you have and what coin you're choosing to mine, you'll gain uh, uh, crypto, right, mm-hmm. through solving each transaction because each transaction is de- is encrypted. Okay. So your ant miner will say, all right, I'll take this one. And it's between this person and this person. All right, for me, in order to get credit, which is like one, two, zero bits of uh, whatever coin, mm-hmm. right? I ha- your ant miner has to solve the encryption. Okay. So like ant miner, huh? It's like a puzzle. Yeah, it's a All puzzle. Right. And as soon as the ant miner solves it, you get credit. You get the money. You get the credit, right? Okay. And then that is officially now recorded onto the blockchain. So you own it. Blockchain says this. You solved it. You're owns in, this you're, amount. Yep, exactly. And then it'll be verified by other computers. So too. you could start mining Bitcoin now, then. No, I would not choose to mine Bitcoin. So if you want to mine, you want to mine at the coin's earliest stage, right? Okay. To where it won't take... Because each coin has a maximum supply, Mm -hmm. right? That is going to release to the market. Right. So let's say for Ripple, I think Ripple has like a a hundred billion or something like that coins Mm -hmm. that it can release out to the market over Mm -hmm. the course of time, right? And wherever those milestones are, Mm -hmm. right? And usually it can be done... Through that solve of that that mine, so every transaction that's solved will release a new coin to the market. Okay, um, you'll get a piece of that coin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this right now, Bitcoin is almost has matured to its total supply. So, so for to, to to solve an ant miner, solve one transaction, one ant miner take like ninety seven years. Fuck, because those those they get. Uh, more, they become more and more difficult. More and more complicated as it matures, right? Over time, it gets closer to that maximum supply. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want to do it in its earlier stage. So at some point, Bitcoin is like, all right, there's no more Bitcoin left. We just move on to the next one. Right now, now it'll just be you'll still it'll still be Bitcoin. Be, no, blah 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 blah. No Bitcoin. No new Bitcoins will be released to market, mm-hmm. but the there will still be transactions to make money to make Bitcoin off of. You'll make Bitcoin off the transaction. So a portion of that transaction is still costing money, and that goes to you right. or whoever solves the whoever solves it. Where you get where the fuck do you get an ant miner? This shit's so weird to me. You man. buy it like on you know shit Amazon. How much it costs? It's all it all depends on what they're equipped right and what what chip they have and how fast they are. Um, but you would need multiple, right? Yeah, you not just you'll one. You want from. multiple. So, so that's why it, ten ant miners. You just yeah. 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 Is it an actual thing? Is it a software? It's, a computer, it's, a, right? it's actually a little computer. It looks like a little Ghostbuster little fucking suck, the thing ghost you suck in. The dust in. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it looks Pro, like. Proton? Yeah. No, they had the, the Proton that was gun. The Proton pack. Yeah. What is, what is, I can't remember the name of it. So, I mean, I could just like set that shit, like, all right, I'm going to come back in a week and see how much money I got. Yeah, before Nevada Power shuts you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much energy does that shit use? How much yeah. power does it use? I think that's the main thing, right? The the amount of energy that each one uses, and you'd have to yeah, have multiple. Yeah, so it's just like growing so cannabis, cannabis, right? In order that shit cannabis. uses that much fucking power. Yeah. Well, because it's constantly going. Just like if you're growing cannabis, you have a light, right? Yeah. That uses like fifteen hundred watts okay. to grow six plants or something. Mm-hmm. But that's going like on. That's on like sixteen hours a day. So you gotta think that each outlet, like that, probably only takes twelve watt, sixty watt lamp. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. 1500 yeah. watts 16 constant hours draw 16 hours that's, that's I mean but it, shit if you make more money to cover it I mean nope 
I mean, it depends on yeah. how that's set up. If you make money to cover it, you're good. If it was or so if easy, got, everybody would be doing or it. Or even, even, even if you, at even, now. even if you add a solar, solar units that would be dedicated to running your amp miners, I think that'd be a, that's probably the best way to do it. Best way to do it. Just have a solar unit running. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm interested in it, but I'm a little also leery about it. So that's what the amp miner looks like. That shit. Seven, so it looks what? $1,800? This shit seems like a fucking scam, man. You get 10 of them for 18000 That seems like a deal. And then you also have to look and see how much they yield, right? How long you would take before that, you know, a return. You get a return on your investment. It might take two years for that one thing to get back. Well, 18000 it might take a minute. Yeah. Plus the power units. Yeah, I think some, these are some people's setups, man. God damn. Uh... But y'all so, listening at home, this is a, what's like my a man, thousand what's my man, ghost trappers. What's my man that did the security uh, software for computers? You're talking about the guy who's on the run at like a deserted island? No, he killed not, somebody? No, not him. Who the fuck you talking about? McAfee? Oh, McAfee. That's I McAfee. forgot about McAfee. Well, that's, that's that's not, McAfee. McAfee's not wanted for that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. That's recent then, huh? Not recent, like three years five, ago. Yeah. No, he's been in the States since, though. Something must have changed. Now, McAfee? Yeah. Are you, are you talking about uh, Julian Assange? No, I'm talking about uh, uh, McAfee. Who are you talking he's, about? He's a huge in the crypto industry. Like he's he's very popular too. Travels to conferences around the world. Like he owns like, properties. He owns yeah. properties in uh, Washington. Well, he can own property, still get on land. They can. Well, I guess they no, they seize, seize your shit. They seize your shit. Feels that serious. Yeah, I don't know. Was, I thought he killed somebody. You definitely like, if you up. come here, you're going to jail. No. You know what? Let me look this up. John McAfee. Murder's a weird thing. Like, people killing people. You gave two answers, man. You got to answer all three. If you got ultimate okay. power. Businesses, crypto. What's the third one? Oh, man. Business, businesses, crypto, light switch. Right. Crypto light switch. That's what we got. Crypto call it, knowledge right? on, like right. a fucking I iPhone toggle. It. I can't explain it well, so I'd be part. I'd be one of those guys that would be gaining some of that knowledge. Are there any books on this shit? Man, there's tons of not. There's like good books though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, this shit been around. It's been around like five years. It's been around since 2009. That's close. 2009 is when it started. Uh, 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 oh my god, brain fart. But. Japanese Nakamura, kid, right? Nakamura, Nakamura. Ain't he a professional yeah. wrestler? Nah, it was like a guy, something Nakamura. But um, yeah, two thousand nine. They know it just came out of it was out of Asia. Yeah, they so it was a pseudonym, pseudonym. So I don't know if it was a one person or a group right, 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 right. that did it. So that's kind of unique about it. Um, man. Sure, I probably want to just say, uh, want to know what plans are livable and what's it, what, how to build the technology takes there. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was that? Like, what did you say? What planets are livable for us, and and the and the schematics basically to build the technology to take us there. Oh, Elon Musk, I, motherfucker! Then have you seen? Have you just to go off of that? Have you seen that movie, The Titan, on Netflix that was just released? Yeah, I literally just watched that. I watched last it last night. night. Was it yeah. good? I don't want to say anything. No, I don't want to say anything. No, so so the What's whole the, dif- the different the different the differences, right? So they did not find a planet that we could inhabit uh, 
our, with our current needs, right? Mm-hmm. Bi- uh, biology wise, like oxygen. Spoiled. Uh, oh, I can't say. No. no so instead of basically, instead of basically coming up with tech, finding that planet, spend more money to find that planet. Mm-hmm. Due to time constraints, they say, all right, we're going to change the genetic code and change the genetics so, so you people? can adapt of people so you could adapt to that planet's climate. That's kind of cool. Right. So it just took a whole different... Motherfuckers turned into like X-Men mutants? Yeah. Exactly. It was good up until that point. That seems like the entire got, purpose it, of the movie, Amar. Well, no, <laughs> it, was, it was good up until like the last 30 minutes. It, it was you good. Got stupid? Well, they could did better. Because I think that they had a good, a good plot, right? I think it's a good story, right? Yeah, the plot was on great. Pay, on Blair paper, Witch. the plot is good straight. Great. Like, instead of building the technology, take us to discovering a planet, then building the technology, get there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just change our current genetic uh, uh, code so to we where can we live. can adapt and go live on Mar- oh, the moon if we wanted to, yeah. or Mars, whatever. The case Did they turn into, like, monsters and shit? Like, some people? Uh, they they turned they t- it definitely changed their genetic. Kamari shaking his head in disappointment. Yes, yeah, I don't want to give give it up. Yeah, let's just say you don't want to give up the end of a bad movie. Yeah, it was more, it was Blair Witch, man. It was like the uh, concept was great. No, nah, it wasn't it held Blair Witch. You, it was basically Blair Witch. Blair Witch was your, based on the camera yeah. shake real person thing. Nah, but I'm you talking about when they made that fucking movie. Jeez. Crazy, because like it was a new thing though. Yeah. 150. The whole new thing was in person, like hand cams, making you feel like you were there. Yeah, it was the original shaky camera. Yeah, it's like, no shaky camera. It's basically yeah. like the video game Doom. Remember Essentially, the, yeah. Doom yeah, first, was basically first that first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Well, Wolfenstein, yeah. I think it was, but Doom yeah. was one that like it was broke the most popular the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that one movie. Uh, was it Hardcore Henry? Man, that shit was weird. I never. I, I, I tried to watch it three times. It was weird. You know, it was I, I weird. watched it, and yeah, I, I was like, you know what? This looks like it'd be dope if it was regular cinema, like versus the first person. Oh yeah. Like I think it'd be dope. The con- like I said, the concept is alright. It was kind of cool. It's kind of your your Henry is just yeah. like all right. Like I said, seeing. the Titan movie had that. It was great. The concept was great. The storyline was great. They could have took it somewhere dope. Like when he started, it was one part of the movie. Not to give up too much. Where he Spoiler swimming, alert! Where he was swimming. You saw that part. If they would have just went with that and just continued like that, he's swimming like a shark. No, nah, I don't want to give it up. Like but if he was swimming like like his if his abilities. Progressed in that way, it would have been a dope movie, but they didn't. He turned, like, he turned like a superhero. They, it, it, you expected that, but it, it he didn't turn into like a monster, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I want to still want to watch it. See what fuck happened. Yeah, you'll see. It was just like, like one dude genetic code they fucked with. No, it was like, it was a whole bunch of people. But you know, one of those things where you know Charles Darwin, only certain people will survive and handle yeah, 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 the, yeah. the replacement of the your genome makeup and all this other stuff. Man, it was it was alright. It was good, but it wasn't. I expected more. Like midway through, I'm like, this could be the dopest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then it was like, mm. yeah, nope, sorry, it fell off a cliff. Yeah, it was like, oh, all right, it's good. It was good. I would watch it maybe one more time, but that's it. I check it out. The Titan. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You'll see it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll pop up on my goddamn thing. Nah, you know what one was dope was a. Uh... Oh man, brain fart. Anyways, can't think of it right now. It was a great little on series on Netflix. What was it about? It was about this guy who's a cop in the future and everybody was taking... Oh, like uh, a Carbon Filter. Carbon? Yeah. yeah, yeah that shit was yeah. good. That shit was really good. You ain't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it was... Man. It Was uh, Was it Carbon Filter or... It's car- it Carbon something. Carbon something. Yeah, it's Carbon something. So it's like people die, but they upload their consciousness to the cloud yeah, yeah, so they can yeah. bring it back in bodies. I watched the like first Basically, what's Minnesota. going on in real life, well, Ray Kurzweil's... Actively working on right now at Google. You know what? 
Would y'all do that shit? Would y'all upload y'all consciousness to the cloud? Um, you know what? That's tricky because so many different theories, and especially it's all theories, right? So we really don't know how this shit will look. Um, but you gotta think. Somebody could just lock you up in a room. Yeah, like on a black mirror. Like black mirror. And so you just you can't get out because you're in a program that's trapping your consciousness. You're like yeah. stuck in So you're not with. free. You're basically at the direction of whoever's controlling those funnels and tunnels. Well, you they have to turn the fucking light on for like it's just stored there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, documents are stored places or programs stored places. They don't start running unless you upload and them. What's so, that stored or, look like? That store they can make that they could, it's almost they can like make a, that like something like a living it, being. It's, it's what you would call like a construct. There you go. Mm-hmm. So they can make that construct be anything, right? That's true. It seem like a prison. It could seem like a beach. It could, you know, you could have free will at whatever. You put the motherfucker to sleep. Right? So That's you're talking about? Would you you talking about uploading it and like to where you pretty much live forever? Like you you right. die. They just you get a new body. They download your shit into that body. But when you upload, yes. are you taking your original consciousness away? No, no. It's like a copy. So it's just a copy. Copy, yeah. So, but no, just th- that's the whole thing. That's how you that'd be jail though. Like some, let's say you do upload. Mm-hmm. They may have the right to just allow you to just do whatever freely, or that shutting the light may be you just being in a room, just a dark room, just waiting yeah. to be downloaded. Because like, how are you gonna shut your consciousness off? Go to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. There's too much shit I don't know. About. I'm not doing that. Man. Why not? Multiple reasons why right. I would do it if. You know, you would do it if you was on your deathbed. And I think yeah. everybody... You, You're you, afraid of death? You you have a different uh, uh, probability rate, right? On uh, those who say yay or nay. Mm-hmm. On whether or not they would do it or not, right? If half of us were on our deathbed right now, everybody would say, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I think suicide <laughs> rates would like increase. Like, this life sucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't care. <laughs> At that moment, if you knew you had a copy and you were in your 30s, 40s, you'd be like, I don't care. I'll do whatever. Life's like a video game, right? Exactly. And then I'll just come back. Well, no. Okay, say... but. I feel like if you break a law or some shit like that, or say you rob a bank and murder someone, they might not fuck that. You might download yourself again. Yeah. If I like was, we, we deleting this shit. It's almost like yeah. Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Like Westworld, <laughs> Westworld mixed with carbon. Uh, I think it is carbon filter. Whatever. I don't, I don't know, man. Like I'd be interested in doing it. I'm curious. I would love to see you know how life and shit progresses. You know, beyond my years. Uh, I mean, I got wild theories though. Like I feel like. If you, you know you die, whatever you can come back, it'd be like a different. You know, uh, Buddhists believe in reincarnation, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily mean think it'll be in the future. Like I feel like sometimes you can come back. It'd be fucking nineteen seventy two. Because have you guys heard a theory where all time is happening like simultaneously? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, all right, you, you come back and fucking this, the Wild West. Like, all right, cool. It'd be a fifth dimension, right? You die and you come back to be fucking thirty twenty three. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have. That's zero control over life. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, reincarnation, I mean, but, but reincarnation is an actual thing. You can control the, when you come back. If that's the case, then we are already in uh, the future. In the future, yeah. we are just projections of a hologram. It's possible. Life's a simulation, man. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if, it, if you're saying what you're saying, like, if you come back in 1933, that means that we're just projection. It's not real. Man, what's uh, what's real? Like, think about it. We still don't understand what like humans are. We still don't really understand what consciousness is. Like, we don't understand like why we have fucking um, shit. What is it called? The little, the, the little thing in your head. I can't remember where it like tells penal, you to do. Penal nah, nah. It tells you when you're doing something bad, you feel Moral guilty. Or, yeah, 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 like morality. Like, right. like why, why do we have morality? Where you have some animals who kill their young because the young is weak. Instinct. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily instinct. Fuck. Conscience. 
I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I don't want to watch it escaping me right now. Um, but like humans are different. Like humans and like apes. Because sorry to break it to all the Bible thumpers out there, we did come from primates. So they they have like they take care of their young and you know they don't abandon them. They have like 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 this morality principle mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent. Other animals don't. Like what the fuck is that? We don't know. It's just a feeling that we have. Like oh that's, that seems like that's wrong. We probably shouldn't do that. And that's, do we, that's, no, we what, that's what that. dude did in the movie. He basically forces evolution to the next level, which mm-hmm. is changing the chromosomes. Right? Something mm-hmm. happened in our DNA in our chromosomes mm-hmm. that changed our genetic code. To where we're at, where we are now. Yeah. If we came from primates, right? True. So what influenced that change, like, in our genetic code? I don't know. Have you seen that Whether movie? it was the human nature environment or, you know what I mean? Somebody's like, oh, let's twist this up a little. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs> but aliens came down. Let's fuck with these you know people. What I mean? See what happens. Right? Some took out the dinosaurs and they didn't take out all life. So obviously we're still here. Which is a weird thing. Like that. I mean, so I understand like, the theory, but I'm like, hmm. Like, how does someone take out dinosaurs across the just, earth? Just dinosaurs. But not apes, obviously. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't if know where came apes came man. along in that Like, wherever our evolution timeline. starts at. Yeah. Right? It, it, yeah. It's like, it destroyed some things, but not all of them. It's like, why? How? Yeah. Why? A little weird. Like, even bugs. <laughs> yeah. Destroyed. Yeah. So, why would we survive? Well, we weren't learning at that point. Well, it depends on your... I mean, according to Jordan Clarkson. We it depends on your perspective. According to what, Bible thumpers? No, Jordan Clarkson said that we had dinosaurs as pets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were super humans. <laughs> we were bigger than In Egyptian times, right? And, and they said... Well, after we, dinosaur times. Right. Um, that there's like 12, 13 foot humans that walked there. And that's actually, on what? I see. Man, King Tut was fucking tiny. That's... that's, that's like literally, I mean, that happens. That's I'm really sure that out there. 13 foot human? It's, you wouldn't just say it's impossible. I would say I've never seen it before. Oh, I'm sure you I, haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have mean it's not impossible. any proof of this shit existing. True. I need proof. We don't have proof of oxygen, but you know it's there. Yeah, we have proof of oxygen. <gasps> can you see it? Yeah. In certain, you see it? In certain, uh, certain can you see senses. it right now? No, I can't see it right now. Nah, you still you know yeah. it's there, though. What the fuck, man? What? But, like, you can see it. Like, they can show can oxygen. You see it right now, though. No, I can't see it right now. You see 13 foot human right now. I can't. I'm not saying I can't. It never happens, though. You never know. I'm just saying there's a lot of shit out there, man. You never know. There could be some type of, back in the day, they just assumed that was everybody because they're not going around different worlds and different countries seeing but you think they, they so, would have found them by now. Yeah, it might have been a brother and sister where they had some type of rare genetic disease where they, what is it called that uh, Tony Robbins have where you... Um, Giganticism or whatever? Yeah, but what's it when you, um uh, what is it, your pancreas, uh, pancreas or something like that where you just grow crazy, what is it called? I don't think it's your pancreas that makes you grow. It's something crazy. Your, Anything. Um, pituitary gland makes you grow. Pituitary gland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have something like that. And they just said, oh, everybody's this tall. This group of people is this tall. So some written down or whatever. And it just kept going on where it was just some rare instance. Paul, are you looking this up or are you looking for something else? I'm looking up. I'm looking up. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, they called him the Anunnaka. Nine a new feet knockout. tall giants found living near Egyptian pyramids. You say 90 or nine? Nine foot. Oh, nine foot ain't a lot. Huh? So nine foot is. <laughs> I mean, you got you see motherfuckers eight feet tall, so nine feet tall isn't crazy. But like fourteen feet, two shacks. Get the fuck out of here, man! And he taller in the room. He get a contract right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, Can't guard this. That's only a different like crazy shit out there, and I think that's when we should start doing podcasts, man. On what crazy shit? In the midst of them. 
gonna do a podcast in Egypt. And you know what's going on in Egypt right now, man? Yeah, man. They have some <laughs> civil wars going on. Yeah, I want to sit there with a microphone and yeah, fucking in a marketplace. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Hezbollah. Did you answer? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All three? You yeah, pay attention, man. What were they? So it was the businesses, cryptocurrency, and seeing if we can live on all the planets. You don't remember this? You were like contributing to the last one. No, no, I remember. I, I remember. Yeah, man. So, what's your thing? Did you make any, um, any, uh, what do you call those shits? New Year's resolutions? Thank you, sir. Man, it's motherfucking April. New Year resolution. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I usually don't do that. You didn't do that? No. What you been working on lately? Got Everything, projects? Man. Everything. What's yeah. this Amari the Thousandaire shit that I saw on YouTube? What is that? Uh, that was just one of the, the pages. Is it I still up or? I mean, it, I didn't delete it. Nah. But I, I have like four or five pages and I just, just throw stuff up, man, and move things around. You know, picking one to go. You got a favorite little baby project right now? Um, the whole Prince Amari thing. I think I'm gonna roll with that. You're welcome, by the way. For yeah, yeah. (laughs) Prince Amari, (laughs) the King of Humans. So explain to people what that is. Prince Amari, the King of Humans. Um, You just gotta see, man. I don't have everything ready right now, but when I get into character, you'll see. What's the vision? Are you gonna wear like a fucking koofy hat? No, 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 no. It's just being, you know, just. Saying things that people would want to say. But don't? They just don't. Yeah. Like what? Give me an example. Oh, ask me a question. What's it? It's more of, I was thinking of like, this podcast is different than usual. We were going off, usually we go off like topics of yeah, different things. We try to keep it more, you know. What's like, going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, we started what's talking. Speaking of what's going on? Kind of what's going on with that chin, man? What you mean? Like, you got hair growing a little bit. Like, that look like... <laughs> Like, like his chin's going through puberty right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally getting fresh. Remember, he only had a mustache for a while. Now you get chin here. This is this is all I get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you're saying, man. Whatever, man. Like this, this is what I got. I got all... it. I got it. And this is lined up too. So this is the maximum point. <laughs> you know what I mean, so, this is all so, I get. Yeah, this is all I get, man. So that's what I got, man. What uh, projects you got going on? Um, so the podcast shit. Um, I talked to Amari. We were. Not we, but I was looking at doing like a summer camp for kids, so you don't have that summer slide. Um, but you know, working on trying to get into schools and trying to get into those summer programs because uh, I'm kind of gonna start a little smaller as opposed to having an entire fucking camp. You know, doing that shit from from scratch, I think, would be kind of crazy for me. So I would like to get into like those. I think it'd be worth worth it more in the end. Keep yeah, trying. but I, I I need to see how it works on a small scale first before I try to expand. Um, cause I know me, I probably get overwhelmed and say, fuck this shit. But there's like, there's summer programs where all kids do, they play outside, they go on field trips and then for like four hours they play board games. Like, all right, well in that block can, you know, I get to make some college students or whatever to come in and just, you know, an hour, maybe two, you know, reading and math and science and shit like that. So kids kind of have it fresh. Just on the hands on learning STEM shit, right? Yeah. 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 Just so they kind of have it, you know, fresh in their mind because you take three months off. Then we got some collaborations coming up, huh? Maybe. Um, so that's the shit I'm, you know, looking into right now. I, I was like, got to find the people, the shit you're talking about as far as taming the beast and, you know, paying people and works comp and all that other shit. So kind of, you know, sh- uh, sifting through that, um, thinking about doing like a f- financial, personal finance, uh, blog, podcast thing, uh, geared for everyone, but really towards black people because of all people, black people seem to be the worst when it comes to handling money. 
Financial literacy is a big issue. Yeah, it's like we have this propensity to want to stunt, and it's stupid as fuck. So just kind of you know bringing it to to you know, the black society, it's like, hey, there's a different way of doing shit. Um, so those two things really, and that's about it right now. I don't want to do too much shit at once, you know, kind of filter through a little bit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, I mean, I, we all can be Paul. I mean, I can't go live on a bus. Yeah, you know what unique about that is that it's almost like pleasure, right? Yeah, sounds would you, like it. Would you do it again? Like, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it again, to be honest, uh, if I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah, someone were to tell you, uh, like, all right, you have to take a shower once a week. You're like, what? Uh, you, yeah. you know, just yeah. this hardship, this hardship. You go through financial hardships, emotional hardships, spiritual hardships, mm-hmm. family, like, so much different shit roller coaster. But end of the day, man, it's just like, fuck, I got so much more value now to offer. Mm-hmm. And I'm so much more, uh, I acquire so much more knowledge on how to build bridges yeah. with others and, and within communities and how to kind of leverage assets and resources that you do have mm-hmm. in order to gain daily progression, right? Yeah. And so, like I said, it's, it's about progression, not perfection. So there's always something you can do. You can't make it to the gym. You can't do sips on the floor, push-ups in the house, right? So it's all about just 10x that, you know, like Cardone says. Mm-hmm. There's there's always something you can do. Mm-hmm. And there's always a choice being made. Yeah. So I mean, it's really it? about having that discipline and having the positive affirmations. Like you writing in the mirrors. Like mirrors are a good thing because the first thing you see usually in the morning is yourself. So you might as well see yourself with a daily message. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep you on track. Keep you reminded. Uh, keep that 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 blue flame lit, and uh, go chase it with the tenacity of a damn pit bull or a bulldog. Somebody say. <laughs> but you know, yeah, man, it's it's, it's great. So you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, get out there, man. Yeah, everybody don't have the same path, but there's shit that I can learn from your path. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you come to find on your travels from. You know, being an early father or having a yeah. being a father at an early age, getting married, <laughs> um, going to law school, you know, um, you just, there's so many different bridges that we could build, yeah. you know, that people have experienced. Like, this is, this is the only guy I know who's the only child. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know many of them. Um, so, there's just, there's always something to learn from everybody that, that knowledge will help us build a stronger bridge in our near future. So I don't think people talk enough, man. Especially the men. Yeah. Because it's like that you have that Amari mindset where it's just What's like, the Amari mindset? <laughs> where he's just hard headed. He's like, nah man, you just you weak, man. <laughs> I don't cry. <laughs> I don't cry. <laughs> That's true, Amari? It's not true at all. Bro. It's, all about, it's all about confidence, man. Like, I, feel like people, I feel like people live their life for other people. So once you get to the point where you just don't anymore, you seem like you're like, you know. Like you don't give a fuck? Yeah, you don't give a fuck. But it's really just you just being happy with the decisions that you make on your own, in your own mind state, in your own arena. I definitely agree with you that people often live their lives for other people. People they don't fucking know, which is a weird yeah, exactly. goddamn thing, man. Like, I'm, like a good, like. Just defining a good life, it's going to be different for you. It's going to be different for you. It's going to be different for me. Yeah, but true. it feels like everybody has, like, you're supposed to have good credit, have a house, have a kid. Everybody not, might not want that. Yeah, everybody don't want that. You know, so it's like you just got to understand what you really want in life and 
what true power is. That's what yeah. I feel. Getting to maximum power, that should be everybody's goal. Yep. Yep. Maximum um, level of awareness, really. Like self-awareness is awareness what's going around. Self-awareness. Hey, as long as you become self-awareness, that's the gateway to being aware of everything else around you. But mm-hmm. do you care? I don't really know if I want to be aware. Of course you want to be aware. You everything? Because then you're still defining. I don't like, want to say be. No, I'm just saying your surroundings, right? Your atmosphere, your world. Like everything that, that has the potential uh, to influence Amari. Right, so Prince of Mark King Humans. Right. Are you aware of the way that your house is designed? Right. Are you aware of the appropriate lighting, how lighting affects your mood in the house? Uh shit like that. You know, like you literally have to be aware of self awareness. It's self awareness, but then after you become self aware that your environment does influence your mood, Mm -hmm. then you become aware of your surroundings, like oh, I don't open this much to get that sunlight in. Right. I don't open this blind let sunlight in. Oh, I don't have no plants in the house. Boom. I mean, like, yeah, you got to become aware of yourself on what. But then you're never happy. You're never content. What That's is being content, though, man? Content is being, I mean, I, I, it seems like it has like negative connotation, but I think it's more of a just being happy with what you have. Does that mean you, you just, just stop underst- progressing? No, you don't stop, but you just appreciate life more. You just appreciate the things that you have and not always, you know, want. Because I feel like. What is the what is the same man? I just I read something. It's um goals that are never achieved become nightmares or dreams that never are achieved become nightmares. Yeah. So if you always want more, you always expect more, you always feel like you deserve more and you I'm not saying stop, but I'm just saying <laughs> sit back and appreciate the things that you have. That you do have. That you yeah. do have because then you can you can build on that. You're like, "All right, I don't like I don't need a million dollars. I don't need to be able to do all this to be happy. I'm happy just banging all the chicks who I know, going to the movies every weekend, and you know, taking a trip every now and then. You don't need a hundred million dollars for that. No, you, you don't. know. So if you want to give back to the community, you got to figure out what you know, whatever makes you happy. I feel like self awareness is great, but being aware about every different situation. Like, man, I, I, do do you really care? I don't. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't care about. I, everything. I wasn't limiting it to the situ uh, every situation. I was more so just. You have two levels, self-awareness, which is internally. Then you have your external awareness, which is your environment. I was really just talking about your immediate environment. I mean, but I think one and two are the same, though. Like, yeah. your environment right. impacts who you be yourself. Right. But for you to understand that, you, you got to know understand yourself. what you got to understand yourself, what 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 being outdoors feels like. Yeah. What does it do for you? You know, what does it do for you? But that's and then slope, you're right? able to bullet like, all right, that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. right? You gotta have the experiment first for the experience. So, see a slippery slope. What you mean, man? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. Um, I just sometimes I think the more you know, the less you know. So if you're like, all right, cool, I like being outdoors, or, you know, I like being in the sun or whatever. Then you got to figure out is this sun better than somewhere else? Like am what? I at Same my maximum? Sun, man. What am are you I, talking about? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying you can break it down to even a smaller level. Like if you go around thinking like this is a microphone, this is what the microphone does, but then somebody else will break the microphone down to you. Then it's like fuck. I don't know anything about the damn microphone. Where a week ago I thought I knew everything about it. <laughs> so it's like it's always more. So then you're always reaching. You're always trying to gain more and acquire more knowledge. And it's like sometimes that's you just why, gotta be happy. Well, that's why I tell people, man. And for instance. You can ask me, what the hell do I want in a woman, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell your ass, look, 
let's just cut this conversation a little bit down, a little shorter. And how about you ask me what I don't want? Because <laughs> that shit never changes. Yeah. That's the true. shit, my, the shit about a woman. This, this one's getting the relevance to your. Like our wants will always change based on the knowledge that we gain. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether it's like we see a woman. I remember when we seen old girl come out with a buzz haircut size or just bald head like Angelina Jolie did a side cut, or, you know. I know you going. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that 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 fad, right? Radical Where women fucking were just, Yeah. And it was like, "Ooh, that's sexy." And it's just like, I would have never known that bald woman was sexy, right? <laughs> bitch got a fade. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's just like that's something like, "Aha, all right, I kind of like that." So, I stay focused on what I don't want. And that allows me to stay away from negative people, negative environments, mm-hmm. and allows for me to maintain and ex- gaining experience on everything I do do. Stay focused on what you don't want. Stay Maybe. focused on what you don't want. Right. Stay focused on what you don't want. Everything else will be a good experience in life. Or everything else will be experience. I don't know, man. I feel like you focus on what you don't want. You might end up getting that shit. No, I don't think so. No. no. I think because you'll see the red flags. So I think being able to recognize what you don't wear, I don't want that shit. But like focusing on it, I don't know. I don't say, look, I'm not going to say focus. Like, all right, look for it, right? <laughs> now, I don't expect you to go private eye investigator on somebody or on their social media, right? Seeing if the girl poses wrong and looks like a like a little hoochie. <laughs> but, <laughs> man, just stay aware, right? <laughs> just stay aware of what you don't like. if Because that, that prevents you from going insane doing the same shit over and over again. So what's something that you don't like in women? Huh? What's one of those things that I don't like in what? In women. Oh man, I don't. I do not like a woman with poor hygiene. Well, who wants a stinky woman? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. That's one of the ones. Yeah, I've been like, guess what? One of the subtle signs of that is if I go to her house and her bat, her toilet seat's like fucking dirtier than Mm -hmm. mine. Like, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Red flag. Boom. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Yeah. But is that like, a in a, a woman? girl? That's that's behavior. That's just some of the girls. You really care stuff, about man. that? That's hell you yeah. You mean you really care? You care about hygiene? Nah, I mean some people have like different if, situations. Look, if though. a girl doesn't, fuck you. If, they have different situations. If a girl doesn't keep her living quarters clean, just as a man doesn't, nine times out of ten, everything else is messy in their life. That's how I feel about women and their feet. Their feet fucked up. Like the pussy gotta be gross. Yeah, woman? yeah. Nah, I don't know. Just personal personal belongings. Just because they got a bat a dirty bathroom doesn't mean that they Keep themselves dirty. It's just a subtle. I'm sign. just saying. Look, just like if, if someone, I get you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's, it's different. If you pop up, surprise someone, and they house dirty, you're like all right, surprise them. Yeah. If she know you coming over, <laughs> like y'all, like all right, it's toilet. Tuesday. All right, I'll be hanging out Friday. Yeah, yeah. Like so, she had plenty of time, and yeah, you come yeah. over, and the house is fucked up. Man, what, what do you think? How the pussy gonna look like? But do you or care? Smell like, yeah, she, I care. You never smashed over a, house, a girl's house and like the broom hey, was fucked hey, up. Hey, look, I smashed some. Nice as I got out of college. There's been know, there's man. been a few out there. Those it's those be the like, best times. What? Wait, what? The, you can get up and get the fuck out. I'm just saying. I there's an 80 percent chance pussy ain't gonna be up the park. Some, on some good shit. That's not. Saying, <laughs> right? nah, it's, that, it's that weird time where it's like, do I just leave afterwards? 
do I just look at the mic with me like, do we want to get drinks or do do I say bye or do I just stay for a little bit? But if it's a dirty place and you know you're not staying there, you don't feel bad about leaving. Bro, you you is you is a special kind of dumb. I'm just telling you, he said a special. Kind <laughs> of I'm just saying I don't judge people off the way they keep that because I'm not I'm I'm not saying I'm a dirty person, but I don't like cleaning up. No, you dirty. <laughs> oh, you say dirty. What, your what? truck and car, man. That don't mean I'm nah, dirty. No, his car's washed, man. And when we picked them up, his car was fine. What, what I'm saying is like you just because the inside. Well, the outside look alright. Just either way, it goes. the inside has roll, roll up. Uh, roll that's all up. speculation. That's all speculation. That's all speculation. What I'm saying is, just because you don't like cleaning, like you don't like making the bed, you don't like cleaning the bathroom. When's the last time you got an STD checkup? When's the last time you, you know, you went to the doctor and check your blood pressure? I go to the doctor and I'm, I care about myself. But if it's like a car being clean or like doing some other shit, I'm gonna do the other shit. I don't like cleaning. Right, so I don't like let, cleaning. Let me, if you're saying all that shit, right? Talking about your checkup. And we talking about a girl's personal hygiene, like let's say some stink pussy. Well, we didn't say stink pussy. We said dirty. No, I said, he, pussy. said he did say that. I said stink pussy. I was like eighty percent chance she got stink pussy. Oh, I didn't see. I and you was like, those no. are the best. No, 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 no. We were talking about like fucked up room, like Look, her cleaning. We need you stay up to top. Right. What we saying is like if. That are signs of what the pussy might be like. And what I said was, a dirty bathroom doesn't just automatically correlate to no. a stink bad 80, pussy. 80% chance, though. If she knows oh, you're coming God. over, she got a three-day head start, and she don't Yeah, think- that's wild. That's wild. That's, <laughs> that's wild. I get that. If, like, here you go. Like, like you clean. Like, yeah, I clean. It's still fun. I can see that. But I'm saying, see, like, if it's If just, you go to somebody's house and ask they clean, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> like, if you go to somebody's house and, you know, the situation isn't, like, as great as it should be, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or they don't know how to clean or they don't take care of themselves. I'm not going to judge them off a fucked up room. You know, I'm not going to say that they, I'm the biological like makeup shit. is fucked I'm up. I'm judging like shit. People too grown to be having some dirty You can, you can at least like pick up some shit. No, you can. You can. But I'm just saying is some people just like to clean. I don't like to clean. But you would know that just by me going out to the club and going to different places. Unacceptable. It's unacceptable not unacceptable. to clean? Unacceptable. I guess. Man. Grown person, unacceptable. I guess. I ain't, I'm not going to be telling a grown woman she should be keeping a clean quarters. Everybody <laughs> A clean quarters. Clean quarters. I'm saying feet and bathrooms, man. If she got fucked up feet and her feet Creepy. are out. That's what I, I just like said, anything. man. Can't be like no crusty feet. heels. Like, oh, and she got her feet this, out. Or crusty rim around this, the toenails. This is... Yeah. <laughs> Soap scum feet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you be talking to. Look like her feet been doing construction. Man, work. I don't like, honestly, this is a real thing. I don't like feet at all, man. Like I, I like my feet are cool. I'm not like freaking out. Like you want that bitch to keep shirts on? But it's like I'm not. I don't suck too. I, I have before, but it's not like my go-to. I don't massage pe- girls' feet. I've never done that. I've never sucked Damn. toes. I've never did. But there was this one chick who I was just with recently, and she has some nice-ass feet. Everything is... You know, you sometimes you grab feet or whatever, and it's like one toe is harder than the other. It's not like consistent in the texture, you know, the way they get a pedicure or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Her feet, dog. like her feet were perfect. Look good. They were soft and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Feet aren't that bad. How did butthole look? Feet aren't that butthole? bad. Um, you look at the butthole, just spread cheeks and like... Yeah, I didn't spread the butthole, but I have had chicks... Like lighter skinned chicks and they have like that dark ring around the butthole. I've seen that before. Oh man, they're not keeping it up. They need to be They're not getting bleached and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this, you know, get but bleached and keep it up. But I'm not going to stop. <laughs> That's what I'm saying over time. Oh, like I said, <laughs> getting it bleached. Yeah. I've seen what did Kanye say? He said, bitch, you got an asshole bleached. I hope yeah. you don't get on my shirt or whatever it is. Yeah, that's real, but. I don't think it works like you're, that. You look asshole? No, I don't do any of that, man. You never you never. I've never looked butt? asshole. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I've never. I've never do that to me, though. Which is weird. 
Did you know what he's she was doing? Yoga, he no, was in yoga yeah. baby position. Yoga. Happy baby. <laughs> happy baby position. No, no, I wasn't like, I don't know. It was weird. Did you stop her? Or are you like, hey, let's see where this goes? No, no, no. It was a girl and it was a girl and I I gave her that that Kendrick Lamar verse. I gave her everything <laughs> that I had. This is one of those the like control the ter- verse? Yeah, it was a co- whole <laughs> I gave her everything I got. And she was like, the next time I see you, I want to lick every part of your body. I was like, You right. fucked her so good she wanted to lick your asshole. And she did. I've every, never heard her tell me that before. Bottom of my feet, weird shit. And she did. And it was like, oh, I can see how I can see how some people it's not my thing, but I can see how you know, everybody has different weird wants and you know, likes and all that crap. Did but. you giggle? Nah, it's a weird feeling though. It's, <laughs> it's one of those. I can see how they say like. Like <laughs> shit, did you giggle? No, it's it's, it's, it's definitely weird. It's like definitely tickle. Weird. It's not tickle. It's just like more of a like this shit ain't supposed to happen. You know, it's like one of those. You know, this shit ain't supposed to happen. Yeah, you feel like less of a man. Not that because it was like a girl. It's not. We like on your back and your stomach. Um, I don't. It was years ago. I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I wasn't on all fours. I wasn't on all fours. <laughs> If I if it was anything, it was like the edge of the bed. You you remember. You remember. You remember. No, I honestly remember. So he's he's on the edge of the bed. You remember like where you you remember the rest of your hand? No, I remember. It was a concussion. Can't remember. Oh yeah, his only time. That concussion. You got a concussion. No, it was just. I don't know how sexual you are, man. But when I say I do everything, so it's not not except that. You don't lick feet. You do everything. You don't suck toes. But I do everything. I do a lot of shit. You do everything else. I have I have like go to. We talked about this before, man. But I have go to moves that I know. That work well, and you know when you do them, it's like. What's one of your go-to moves? You want like tips? What? I always take sex tips. Go-to move. All right. Yeah, it de- yeah. I mean, it depends on the situation. Not everybody likes everything. All right. What's your go-to move then? My go-to move, like positions front to back, off top. But no, one thing that I like. One time, move? I every girl. All right, not every girl, but maybe the last. However many girls, man, what I've been doing lately is I twist them upside down and we do oral that way, stand it up. Like you hold and they them? never expect it. Like tombstone power. Like we're about to have sex and I'll just I'll just let's flip her up and I'll just do it that way. Uh-huh. So she's like on a hand thing? Yeah, so it automatically gives the, the situation where they probably never been flipped she, like she, that before. She's, she's like, like oh, this is an experience. Yeah, this is an experience. This dude the strongest this shit. This man. holding me up. Like I'm protect <laughs> and I every time I do that, it's a wrap. That's the beat. That's one of my go-tos. You need to start recording, man. Sell yeah, man, shit. put that on YouTube. Yeah, you always try shit out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you running for politician, you know, during the time in your future, so you might as well. Yeah. Politics. Man, if Donald Trump get elected, anyone won't get elected. It doesn't matter. Do you think Donald Trump was a bad... I think he might be like an American hero. You know an what? American I've looking, hero? I've been looking at the shit Pros more and more. Cons, right? he, how's he a hero? He I think he's, he's saved nobody. He's doing. He, say like, corp- is, he probably say corporate America. What is he doing? Not bad? really, huh? What What is he doing bad? Well, these tariffs aren't a great idea. What is his goal though? I don't fucking know. Make, make America, America great. great again. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, just because you said you make you want to make America great again. Okay, okay, okay. Take all right, all right. Pause, pause. You don't know. What, what, does, time, what does that mean? You don't make America great again. Okay, like, what, is America not great now? It has no time a timeline for that again. You know what? The keyword is again. Again, and there's no timeline associated with that. A seventy year old white man. Is talking about make America great again. What the fuck do you think that means? I don't know. Day before slavery, America was great. So day before slavery. Day before slavery, America He was, was born great. when slavery was still going. Who? He was? I don't, I don't think that's true. There's yeah, there's still shit going. In America? Oh, I mean not slavery, segregation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Nah, man, I mean his plans are very nation specific, as far as like America goes. People are like, oh, what's wrong with that? Why why are we worried about other countries? 
It's like what these fucks don't realize is to do what he wants to do is going to make everything much more expensive. Like if they made the iPhone here in America from start to finish, it'd be like $1,800 or something fucking dumb. Cool. Trade tariffs. And like his goal isn't inclusion and bringing everyone together. But why do we have to bring everyone together? It's crazy. Because we all live in the he's same cra- country. He's why, don't we just bring, why don't we just bring Americans together? That would be everyone. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, because he's president of the United States of America. But, not president so of the what's world. wrong with that? But he's making it into a... He's like segregating everybody by class. Like, that's how I see it. If, you, if you're right here... Yeah, by you, class? Yeah. It, it, tell like, me how. Well, what you can't afford, right? It all, it all comes back to the influx in the economy based on... What he sees happening, like certain things, is going to cost way too much for people. What's too Medicare much? Medicare to be for one. What's too much though? That's all relative. So what happened if he his goal is to put everybody in a position where they can afford to do that? How would they do that though? I don't, I don't have his goals. I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, like that's if he made it to a situation where everything was like whatever out. whatever make America great again. If we were self sufficient and everybody was able to thrive, who are Americans? How is that a bad thing? What president can do that? I don't right? know. Because it, it comes down to personal responsibility. Like, you can't implement a set of rules where everyone in America thrives under. No, what you can do is present opportunities. Like, what he wants to do is close opportunities. Like, when it comes to, like, immigration, uh, student loans, shit like that. And I know people have their things with student loans. They say the only reason student like college is so expensive because you have student loans, all this other shit. But at the end of the day, the loans are there that allow you to get to the education. Hopefully, you use them responsibly. To allow yourself to have that opportunity. Otherwise, having the door shut in your face. I think he's trying to limit more opportunities than make opportunities. If you're you know, making cars five to $10,000 more expensive than what they are currently are, like who's that really helping? But you're bringing more jobs to America. Are you, though? You are. Cause so, so, you, so you're telling me that these businesses, oh, we have this, this influx of cash. We're just going to hire more people? But no, they can't because they got to pay all these fucking tariffs. And yeah, shit. but they're not. So yeah. like the, the materials they need are gonna be more expensive now. Yeah, but everything that they make is gonna be made in America, and somebody has to make those. Okay, but it's more. It's much more expensive to make things here in America, right? That's fine. So my theory is production is gonna drop because are they gonna hire? Just, are they gonna have the same amount of people they have in fucking these plants overseas here in America? Fuck no. That shit gonna be ridiculous. So you either have production is gonna drop, or the price of the the goods are gonna fucking skyrocket to pay for it. Like it's one of the two. And if production's drop, you're not going to have new jobs. And the price skyrocket, then who the fuck can afford it? What happened if everyone can afford it? Because all How? the money is being, instead of being transferred to different nations, it all stays within the you United States. You act like... We, we, we say send money. a lot of money to other nations, okay, other countries. Okay, but say that money stays here, what, what do they do with it? Distribute it out to different Americans. How? Sway? By providing jobs. They, they just going to hand, hand out cash? No, no, you provide jobs. You, they just going to create jobs? Well, I'm sure the iPhone money? that you have right now, the computer you have, the microphone uh-huh. you have, all this shit so is all important. So they're to give money out to all the major corporations. You said, what was that? They're supposed to give money to all the corporations? Is that what you're saying? For them to Money to jobs? give. No, no, no. I'm just saying that maybe if everything is manufactured in America, maybe that would provide more jobs. So all these, you know, this is too expensive. This is too much. If everybody had a job, the minimum wage would go up. The right, all these different the, levels. The would, company, okay, but who, so on the company, right? And a lot of people who have an issue with this is because now I really didn't get it right mm-hmm. until I became a business owner myself. Mm-hmm. And owning like, business America is fucking wrong, by the way. And I'm not even fucking making money yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking making money yeah. yet, right? And the overhead can become so astronomical to. 
your 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 operating expenses. Right? Yeah. And your operating expenses are all based on certain numbers. And trust me, no business owner wants to pay fucking more than what they should be for raw materials, mm-hmm. for the actual product, right. right? For shipping. Like nobody wants to pay extra. Everybody's trying to cut costs where they can mm-hmm. in that supply chain, in their operations, in their utilities, in how the buildings built, right? Sustainable buildings and shit like that. People sustainability's becoming a big thing now in the corporate world. Yeah. But now, if you're to say, all right, people without a college degree, right? Because nine times out of ten, let's just say majority of the I'm not gonna say majority of the working class, because I really don't have those numbers. Mm-hmm. But let's just say there's a large, a, point, a large let's, number. Let's just say there's a large number of the working class, right? That do, that do not that are not college graduates mm-hmm. that do not have uh, no 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 specific skill sets, right. right? So they're they all he's saying give them all fifteen dollars an hour, or sometimes some people are maybe twelve dollars an hour, fifteen. I don't know. It all depends on what you can afford. But a five dollar raise. Per employee, let's just say hypothetically, you're getting paid ten bucks, and he says, "All right, now minimum wage is fifteen dollars." I got paid. Damn, that just means that my operational expenses just went up an entire quarter. (laughs) (laughs) He's not lying. You know, like it's expensive uh, as fuck to have employees. uh, uh, No, half. That shit just went up half to what I'm already paying. So holy shit, that's a significant number on the payroll. Right and now you're just like, shit. The company now is only going to be profiting, you know, a certain amount, mm-hmm. which is far less. And now you don't have no money to allocate in a different buckets, right? For your employees' pension, pension funds, employee Medicare, insurance, um, and then also another thing is the company has to be profitable to grow. You have to scale, right? As a company, it's all about scaling the company, right? And so. That shit just, it, it may seem a small thing on the outside, but it has a ripple effect throughout the entire company's DNA. So that's all I'm saying. And that right. ripple effect is always different on the magnitude, right? The level of impact. So one of my friends broke this down to me. So he has his, he owns his own firm, law firm. And he was talking to someone about, you know, advice of, you know, how to grow, how to expand. And he said, look, you can hire someone for $15 an hour to do day-to-day shit. Or you could lease a Rolls Royce. Like, you make the choice. And he did the math, and it broke down, like, paying that employee with taxes, benefits, all the other shit would be equivalent to buying a Rolls Royce. He's like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's expensive as shit. So, I think what Paul is saying is, if the raw materials go up, like, all right, I'm already paying a premium on what I had to pay before, and now I got to... If they're gonna raise minimum wage, so I got, now my cost for employees are going up. There's no fucking way they're hiring more people. They're gonna, they're gonna get by with as little employees as possible. They're gonna bring consultants in to figure out where within their operations can they become more lean, yeah. which reduces into who can handle more than one responsibility. Which is some weird shit. Like, all right, we need to save money. They pay this guy to tell me how to save money. It's a weird but thing. It's, <laughs> but it's real because honestly. You have people out there that are born problem solvers. I, yeah, really, I truly and honestly believe I am one. Um, trying to angle for a consulting gig? Well, not only that, but that's all I've been doing since I've been in entrepreneurship is solving problems. Mm-hmm. And, and as much as I do have a team, um, I can say that there's been significant input 
by myself, right, to make some relationships happen that took us to Atlanta, mm-hmm. that led us to a manufacturing partnership here in Vegas right. for our hardware. So without those two significant, highly significant moves, I don't know where Pines would be at right mm-hmm. now. And I don't know where that time would have been placed. Gotcha. So uh, I'm saying that to say, yeah, you consulting is is a fucking thing that is needed for a lot of companies because a lot of companies are wasting money like crazy. That's true. Some people are getting paid out enormous amounts, especially by startups. Last time I was burning through money right. quick as fuck. And a lot of talent, right? In some corporations, they're exhausting a significant amount of money, and they're not even getting. The maximum uh, 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 results mm-hmm. from that person. Mm-hmm. If I'm paying you 175,000 to be director of marketing, and over the course of the past two three years, we only had a year a year over year growth rate of you know 1.5 percent, and we already is that worth it? We had that for the past ten years. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Yeah. I'm not getting my money's worth. True. And I could just take that money, cut out the employee. Put twenty grand over here. This marketing firm, twenty grand over here. This marketing firm. Put fifty grand over here. This can, uh, private uh, uh, campaign firm, mm-hmm. and save costs. And now I don't have to worry about paying my employee. Yeah. This is that and the or other. the employee's taxes so, or half yeah. taxes. So that's why it's important of lean uh, uh, operations and manufacturing comes into play, and you have to know what those resources are and where they're at out there. Like I've done majority of everything I've done. Um, Either by myself or I had to learn what is the proper way to go about something and raise the money to get that job done. Yeah. That I did not have the resources or the talent for. And shit. It's just I ain't no way in hell I could afford it. <laughs> I can't afford myself right now. But all that's about to change real soon. And uh yeah, man. Five dollars, minimum rage, fifteen bucks. It, it, I just think the plan does, is not going to work. Donald Trump's plan isn't going to work. I mean, what plan has worked? Like, n- name a plan that a, a president has implemented that actually worked in, across the board. Yeah, well, nothing's going to work across the board. But I think I, he's the I, most... It has to be about opportunity. It, it, so, here's a, this is the kind of issue I have with, with general Americans. It's kind of like, I don't want to learn any new skills, but I want to have enough money so I feel like I'm just as good as someone else. It's like, all right. You, something's got to give. Either you got to get out your comfort zone, try something, or you can't just sit back and hope someone, you know, spoon feeds you a good life. Yeah. So that's why you get people talking about bringing manufacturing jobs back. It's like, bro, at some point, there's going to be yeah, no people anyway. putting together yeah. fucking anything. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. When I say jobs, I don't mean manufacturing jobs or cold jobs. I don't mean Th- those are the jobs he's talking about. This, this is the, these are the jobs he's talking about. Well, he's talking about 1950 yeah, yeah. America because that's when it was great, apparently. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe all his, his, you know, the same guy who brags about not reading books. Like, he's <laughs> president, though. That's a crazy thing. He's that's because Americans in general just make bad decisions. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's, but he had so many high, higher powers behind him. Like Russia? President. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like our president, our, 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 our understanding of what democracy is, that is currently not the framework today, is being manipulated, I think. Yeah, definitely. And so it's just... We what we're trying to do is pull the rug up out from under those who are the powers of manipulation, so to speak, right? And mm-hmm. Everybody's chain marching and digging deeper, and that's why this whole Robert Mueller thing, investigation, and yeah. all, man, yeah. that's why all that's just going on because right now they are ruining the reputation of democracy, which is the whole number one magnet on why people come to America. Because it's like any everyone's equal. You can exactly. Well, 
Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I'm saying it's just everything that we just it. expect the way things to be, that shit ain't been working. We had a black president, but it, that shit, people still getting shot. People still complain about prices, still complain about taxes. Like, it, what do we want well, to no. see change before we're so, like, okay, this is great. So, you, before, so good, before to see change, we have to know what's needed to, to change. change. And, and you I can't, think we that know. Trump, I think Trump is the is the perfect, he's doing the best job at that right now because he is unveiling a lot of shit. Right, he's basically showing us their cards of what their perfect America is. So now we know what what barriers to put in place as Democrats, as you know, conservatives, liberals, whatever the case may be, yeah. to kind of put these barriers to stop this this so called uh, uh, president who's leaning toward who would love to be a dictator. <laughs> he would love to be a dictator. If he could. Right, he would be. Let's just come on, man, because he says a lot of shit. Well, some things that he can't even do as a president. He yeah. can't make that happen. That's true. So, you need somebody of knowledge. Not who's just power hungry, man. I don't know, but... We could talk about fucking Trump and all this shit all day. We are going on about two hours. Yeah, that's been a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of flew by. All right. So, did you want to wrap it up? Paulie, where can they find you, man? Uh, Paul, you can email me at paul or paul at flowdoggy.com F-L-O-D-O-G-G-I-E.com or P. Roberson, R O B E R S O N, at Ponix, P O N I X, farms.com. And yeah, want to call me on my cell phone? That yeah, might Seven seven zero four. What happened to that dude, man? Mike Jones? You he lost weight, start rapping. He lost weight, start rapping. Didn't he get arrested for like pimping or some shit? No, no. Probably man. so, man. Who knows? Fuck, man. Him and Paul Wall. Paul Wall still selling grills. Amari, where can they find you? Uh, man, my stuff changing, man. You'll see the links of the, of the description. You'll see. All yeah, right, so you can't find Amari anywhere. Look at, look at the bottom, man. You'll see. Uh, you find me, Facebook, Randy Westbrook, Instagram, Mr. Westbrook, the number three, and Twitter's Are You Randy, the number two. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Listen to the whole thing. You're a trooper. Take care. Totally.